America is a special game, a unique game. Played nowhere else on earth, it is a rare game. The men who play it make it so. Hey, everyone in, let's go. Huddle up on three, one, two, three, huddle, huddle up. up. football but the georgia bulldogs bludgeon their way to back to back glory glory georgia as the fight song says And now, welcome everyone to the Huddle Up Podcast. You are looking live. Hello everyone, welcome to Huddle Up Podcast. It is Tuesday night, it is November the 14th, 2023, and we are continuing to plug our way through the uh, football season, and we are glad that you uh, join us here for another one if you're with us live Give us a like and a share. We would certainly appreciate that. We are on the Huddle Up Podcast uh, Facebook feed, the YouTube channel, and the Twitch channel. So make sure you are subscribed wherever uh, you need to be. You can also head over uh, on all of our social medias. We're at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, TikTok. And uh, hit the link tree. That'll get us every get you everywhere you need to be uh, in relation to the Huddle Up Podcast. And uh Check out our merchandise over at tpublic.com where you can hit the clat and rightly so. Um, you know, <laughs> yes, I'm pretty good at this thing, Kyle. Um, but yeah, you can and do, rightly so. You can do that. <laughs> Check out all the merchandise over there as well. Certainly uh, would appreciate that. You know, stickers, mugs, notepads, wall art, T-shirts, sweatshirts, all of that. Getting you ready for the uh, the holiday season. Um, no Matt for this week. He'll be off this week. Figures and, and next so more cigars. It's cool. Hey man, you got to do what you got to do. No fault there. Um, but uh, yeah, we definitely uh, want to welcome in Ernest EJ Christian. How we doing this week, my guy? And and still season three. This season's a uh, consistent, uh, you know, panelist here every week. This, That's this all right. Season. I don't think Kyle's Not like ever missed a week. Not well, to I brag. guess he did miss a week Not last week. Yeah, well, yes, you are. First off, you're a liar because you are trying to brag. But again, if you consider who he is doing an impression of, that's meta as hell that he would be lying as he does it. You're not so wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> How you doing, Jim? More great performance. More great performance art by Ernest Christian as Trump on a show hosted by woke Jim. There's so many levels here. There's so, so many. Yeah, it's it's wild, isn't so it? Many, so What's going on, Devin? Jim? One of them. That's one of them right there. <laughs> uh, student of the game, Kyle Nash. How we doing, my friend? Honor, joy, and privilege. By the way, you know, it's something. Even as I covered that Super Bowl 57 where you had the Budger clip, 
winning the day with the field goal and all that other stuff. I, I didn't hear anybody talking about ball don't lie when they were all complaining about the pass interference call. It was just all the pa- See, this is why the uh, ball don't lie is the dumbest crap anybody can say. It's just the stupidest damn phrase. I, I've always hated it, and um, you've given me this opportunity to express that tonight. So thank you, Jim. Hey, I appreciate why you. you. Why, why do you hate it so much? I don't get it. Because it's stupid. Just because an official missed a call or you suck and it still goes your way doesn't mean the ball lied or anything like it's that. Tongue it's tongue just tongue-in-cheek, tongue buddy. It's okay. I'm fine with it. tongue-in-cheek. People believe that. Like, what you oh, what you just shown me is that you haven't played pickup basketball at, and, and on any court on any hard top. Ball don't lie, buddy. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> I love how anytime Kyle like brings up a valid argument why he doesn't like some sort of uh, phrase or anything like that, you just you have no intelligent response. You just repeat the phrase that he doesn't like. It, well, see, yeah, this, is, this is what the people need to come to accept, Jen. Like when when in war, like General Cornwallis, for example. Now, granted, he didn't actually deliver the sword. He actually, that's a whole other question. But typically, the <laughs> general who's surrendering will bring his sword and hand it to the uh, invading or winning general. His jokes are the sword he hands me, letting me know that I have, in fact, won and he is surrendering. So it's okay. That is fair. I, I, don't, I, I don't have a strong opinion on that bald line thing, anyway, to be honest with you. It's, just, it's what it is. I've like, literally never thought about it, so I won't I won't. Of course, you're not a basketball guy. Of course, you wouldn't think about that. You're not wrong. Citrus fan. Go Sixers. Wow. Go Heat, they look, bitch. They look good, though. They look really good. So the Heat. The Heat are about to win six in a row. Yeah, man. Sixers season's still alive oh, in November. Well, I thought the Heat season was over. What just happened? Well, they won five in a row, but they make it six tonight. If they hold well, you, know, you know what? Do, do, do me a favor for EJ's sake. Go hit the button for him if you don't mind, Jim. This button? Go Heat, bitch. God knows he's not going to say it. Thank, Thank you, Dwayne. Uh, all right. Let's get to this. Let's look back at the weekend that was. I love that we get Kyle's people eyebrow every week. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and for that, Kyle. What can I say except you? <laughs> uh, as we do each week on the show, we look back at the weekend that was, and we think and talk about the things that were good, the things that were bad, the things that were ugly. Uh, because of said people's eyebrow, Kyle, we'll start with you. What was good this past weekend? That's, I can't even front on that. Um, you, you know what's really special uh, about the people's eyebrow, though, Jim? Have you ever thought about that? What? No, I haven't. It doesn't matter what you think is special about the people's Damn, eyebrow, very Jim. Very good. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> you want to know what matters? All the people who were talking that ish about the Texans. Good golly almighty gravy. And by the way, apologies to Mikey Byrne. But the Texans coming out and handling business and beating the Bengals, sure, does it reduce the chances of me covering a playoff game in Duval again? Probably. But, <laughs> but, uh, slightly, slightly. Uh oh, CJ coming. CJ coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but listen, CJ Stroud doing good things is one thing. When, and that's what I predicted. But what he's doing is pretty amazing stuff. And I got to throw out there. Um, I've not thrown enough props to the Texans, I think, this year, uh, commensurate with what they've done, even surpassing my optimism, having Titans fans tra- straight up talk trash all over me, and then on their shows where they claim to be touring the NFC South, all can only come out and talk trash now oh, on, 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 um, 
on uh, Trevor Lawrence after playing the 49ers instead of propping up C.J. Stroud. You know, shouts to the general himself, Mike Patton, hashtag I said it. Um, but yeah, instead of talking trash on other people, can't we just talk about how people are doing good ones? I mean, must we all be Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless? Or Kendrick Perkins, right, EJ? Well, hey, at least I didn't call Trevor Lawrence racist or something. Anyway. Ooh, ooh. Um, but, yeah, no, definitely what, what Houston's doing this year is, uh, I, I mean, nobody predicted it, obviously. Certainly. Um, I mean, you should be, be, be better. You didn't say this better, better, but, I mean, yeah, not this, though. this quickly to this level, um, you know, beating teams that are very good. Like, yeah, they're – and again, you know, breaking the uh, being the the exception to the Ohio State quarterback rule, um, notwithstanding C.J. Stroud, obviously has been spectacular. I mean, do you think do you think Joey Burr, though he didn't technically play there, being air quotes good, is like the one that started to break the curse? Maybe, maybe wasn't there like it wasn't there a year where like the the guy on the Madden cover was got hurt in like week one but came back and had like a strong playoff showing. So they're like, it was kind of the curse, but not really. So like, yeah, maybe, maybe Joe Burrow got, got that ball rolling to break the, uh, to break the fuck I curse. I see what you did there. Big Jim, by the way, uh, EJ, well, 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 let's, let's, let's stick this then. Stick to a good real quick. Uh, because this is the conversation we've been having a lot last week, kind of started. And I, you're, you know, you're just gonna dive right in this. We, 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 might, we might as well. You, you, touch on it a little no, bit. No, no, you're good. I just because, thought because 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 I, I look, I was a little humble this morning on the Earnest Speaker podcast to report today, Bing. About, what do you do? You know, well, remember, I, no, there was no one, <laughs> there was no one in media prior to me last week, even hinting uh, the idea, dude, dude, dude. No, no, you're gonna want to hear this. Let me stop. Okay, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. Screw humble. The facts are the national media weren't talking about this until you did. Continue. Yes. That even hinting the idea of CD Stroud, possible MVP candidate, and then after this week, it's now getting louder. Yeah. I was first, guys, for the record. You Just were. saying. As someone I, that, 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 that was, was the media and this other stuff. Yeah. And we, we need yeah. to have a conversation because I, I know we've been having that now with Jim and I on social media, a couple of people here. And, and, uh, I take Nick circle. Wright listens to EJ Christian. Right. I am not saying that he's a front runner because I'm still Tyreek Hill. I'm still Tyreek Hill. But by the way, if certain other people still are as well, if you happen to listen to the Student of the Game midseason awards last week. There we go. But if I'm formulating a list right now of five candidates right now through 10 weeks, I'm hard pressed to take CJ Stroud off that list at this point. He's got to be. You smoke crack, don't you? Um, Jim, you have a problem with that? That was for Matt. Uh, okay. Look, I, I won't. I won't deny that um, he has been a critical part for what the what the Texans have been doing. Um, I I, I don't know if I'm because you're saying a list of t of of five. Fucking okay. Nice. So on a list of five, maybe he's there. You've but when it when it there. when it comes down to the end of the season. There's there's generally three finalists that an, that are announced. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like until he enters the group of three, like saying he's saying he gets consideration, saying he's on a list, saying, he, uh, okay, like, 
And again, I I will at least give you the credit of the fact that you've you you put in a you put a numerical amount on your list because like other people uh will say like, "Oh, he's on my list of candidates." Well, how big list? How exactly? Yeah. How big is your list? Are you, are, if he's if he's, he's good, a list of 15, 20, two. then sure. <laughs> you know, if your list is 15 or 20 long, then yeah, I I I would certainly have him on mine as well. But if yeah, it just depends where you know where, where does the limit exist? Like that. But, that's... Here's, the, but, but Jim, here's the thing. Also, too. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I think this is the move here. I'll mm-hmm. go pure straight, big Jim Nees. Name me five better. Tyreek Hill. Okay. Okay. Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I would tough. say Aaron Rodgers is more valuable to the Jets. <laughs> um, by proxy. Wow. Wow. What if he comes out and lays an egg? That possibility is just as much on the table. That is. Then we adjust. Um, <laughs> L- this is fluid. Um, it's tough. And I guess my point here, Jim, is you did the five. Name me a quarterback that's played more consistent through 10 weeks than C.J. Stroud. Because I can't say Pat Mahomes. I can't say Jalen Hurts. He's, he, 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 was, he had a little bit of a stretch where he was rough. Jared Goff got a little bit of like like looks he's an MVP and now suddenly you okay uh, so because uh, so I, 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 I you said this on your um the episode where your wife verbally abused you no you said this on your your Sunday reaction pod um yeah. which great addition having her on there because finally somebody who speaks intelligently um is, on, is on your feed um hey, I married her so I married her but game report is something you've already quoted and enjoyed well, that's true okay well, i mean like out out kyle i'm talking about people who are like outside of this uh immediate family um that's my fault <laughs> that yeah you you set that up um but i i don't anybody that was t- like because i assume you're talking like weeks between like weeks one and five they were having golf in the conversation like yeah, when you're talking about earlier in the yeah. year, yeah. look, anybody who's talking MVP talk within the first five weeks, stop it. There's no point. There's yeah, no, the first did. third of the season, stop. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a fool's errand, man. Just don't, mm-hmm. don't do it. It's silly. I, I honest to God think that talking about it at basically the halfway point of the season is a little silly because there's literally about the same number of games yet to be played then have been played. So the I guy mean, it's still a long time too. It is like, it's, I mean, it's certainly a better conversation now than it was in week three. Okay. <laughs> like, so like, I'll agree with it there, but again, like there's, there's also, and I'm not saying that it'll happen because there's no reason for me to believe based on what I've seen up to this point that it will, but you have a young team, a new head coach and a rookie quarterback. Like, getting into these critical moments like it could very easily the foundation start to crack under them and the pressure get to them this year absolutely for seven wins just like i called too they could only be right, of course they, they could tail off after this week i mean certainly anything's possible it's, it's a fluid argument but again so, so yeah we, okay we, we so weeks, so the fact that you're the fact that you're quantifying the fact that that you're narrowing it to a list of five because because yeah. i think when when you like tweeted out and I and I threw the I threw the the red flag and the yellow flag and every flag known to man 
um, at the. It's me, of course. That's why. Well, first off, it's you. Um, so I, <laughs> I have go. to, I have to do my diligence, but also Trigger. because, like, when you when you 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 said that, I think for me, I go. I, I I'm my the thought hits my head of, you know, at the end of the year we get three finalists, and yeah. and I'm not I'm not ready to put him in a top three, right now. But you can't you, put you, him you, in five. I, if you want to put him in the top five, I, w- I won't. I won't argue with it today. You say that, but you haven't gotten a third. You didn't mention a third guy. You put Harry Marnell. You got two. I I wasn't prepared for the assignment. That's my point. Because who else is play? I mean, Lamar Jackson has had a couple duds this year. This week was, you know, really big um, turnovers to cost him the game against Cleveland. I mean, again. I, if you okay, four. if you want to oh, talk on, consistently, I might I might look at AJ Brown before I look at. Okay, that, that's, CJ that's Stroud. One. That's a good one too. Also, that is a very interesting one. By the way, EJ, that's a bad response to take that? performance and shit on everybody's entire season. That's ridiculous. Okay, don't do that. Don't be that guy. He's had a couple games this year though. Was like it's been kind of rough. Now, in your games. defense, no, he's had a lot of games where his receivers have just murdered him. Okay, when the receivers catch the ball, look at what the scores are, guys. I okay? mean, to be if, okay, if you're going to play the couple games argument, CJ Stroud's had a couple games. Where he's thrown for what, like 190 or just over 200, and maybe one touchdown. Those aren't MVP yeah. numbers, though. But he's not making mistakes. No, okay, no. That's the difference. EJ's holding mistakes against a guy in one week. You know, but, but, and by the way, the mistakes in question happen to be against the most underrated defense in the goddamn league. Listen, I'm looking forward to Texans, but 49ers. We'll see what CJ Stroud's really made of at that point, okay? Not that I'm commenting on any particular game that I was just personally at this past Sunday at Everbank Stadium, but I might be referring to such a typical such a game I was at at Everbank Stadium writing for the Jaguar report. Bing. Thank you, Jim. Well done. By the way, there's uh, only no, was- hold on. So, with all that being said, the reason why you can't throw that at CJ Stroud is we just established through 10 weeks of football, he's been the most consistent quarterback performer. So which yeah. the bleep is it? Let me get to Jim real quick, though. He's only had two games when he was under 200 yards. One of those two games, he had 199. Okay? The other okay. other games, 242, 384, 280, 306, 249, 470, 356. Two picks, 16 touchdowns. This okay, right. And one of the picks was given right back, so it doesn't even really count. Yeah. I mean. Who's been, who has been – here's, here's the thing also, too, with CJ Stroud. Who has been better at this position through 10 weeks than him? See, now I can find it. Now you're just repeating yourself. Here, here, I mean, right, here. right. You, you, we, we've been over this. But no, this, no. But, but my, my point: the only arguments I ever hear against C.J. Stroud are something that's a technicality. Like, and I'm not picking picking on you, Jim. You aren't the only one to do this sort of thing. I'm more specific to um, Stephen A. Smith, who got dunked on by whoever the baseball guy is that's somehow on his show and is a big idiot too. That also thinks Michigan should be punished. You know, the guy that's not fine bomb. Anyways. Um, but I've lost count of who are idiots in media with the Michigan discourse. So pardon me if I can't find the name at this point, you can hit the clat for my response to that statement and rightly so. But the only arguments I hear are technicalities that have nothing to do with what the hell's going on in the field of play. Well, at the end of the year, they usually only have three. That doesn't mean he's not uh, somebody who should be in the conversation of being a finalist. A B. Well, rookies have never done it before. Can you name the last rookie who's been a, 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 a most valuable player in the National Football League? I, I know the answer. Hand uh, on EJ. I'm not talking to you, asshole. 
Yeah, okay. let him. I I, I appreciated the I appreciated the Stephen A. impersonation. Thank you. Okay, you that's a bad argument. Do you know the answer? Question, Shut the fuck up, EJ. <laughs> Stop talking over people. <laughs> but that's the thing. There's no good argument that regards anything in the goddamn game of football. Okay, you want to go over their schedule and think it's a little weak? Eh, maybe. But I'll tell you this. The rest of the year, actually, wait, haven't the Texans already played the 49ers? I need to check that, too. I'm saying that. I can't I'm, remember. They might have. Um, so all of the above to say, I'm, I mean, nobody has has a good football reason no. to be critical of C.J. Stroud, let alone him as a damn MVP candidate. No, and to be fair, to, yeah, to be fair to my, he didn't even play the 49ers this year. So there you go. And and to to my my point about it, the the reason that I that I put any uh, qualifier on top three versus top five versus in the in the conversation is when I read EJ's tweet. To me, that's where my brain went. Like to me, my brain went Heis or uh, Heisman, uh, MVP finalist versus. Like, guy in conversation. So that that's the only reason that I quantified that to three. Um, but yeah, certainly, um, certainly going to be wild to see what they do the rest of the year. Uh, EJ, what's your good from this past weekend? Well, my good is actually another quarterback, and I, I gotta, you know, the narrative changed a little bit the last couple of weeks, and I got to especially after last night. Russell Wilson playing a little better. He's actually had a quite, quietly a solid year. Uh, enough to be in the good. I mean, like, listen, his it's good. Year, they won. They won three. They won three in a row. This is they a hurdle three. that's so low. I'm pretty sure Jim could clear it without. But again, we we were literally three weeks ago talking about this guy being. People talk about him being benched, benched three weeks ago. Okay, well, trade contract. I, I don't know how much I heard about benched. If you, oh, oh, it was out there. Trust me, it was out there because. Let's listen. Let's I was gonna say where 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 exactly was right. it out there? Was it people Sean? Well, I, I know Nick Wright mentioned it a couple times on his show a couple weeks ago. Oh, fuck um thank you. I mean, I'm just saying I, I, I it, it's been out there a couple couple other uh anyway. This, the point is he's played better the last couple weeks. And to be honest, he, he, he hasn't really played bad this year. By the way, has... the irony that Nick Wright is the one that says he should have been benched and what just happened with his Chiefs is god yeah, two weeks ago. Exactly. No, but he's had a, actually a really solid year. All quiet is kept. You know, he has the best uh, touchdown turnover rate ratio this year. He has 18 touchdowns rate this year through, through, through 10 weeks. Um, he's playing better. Look, he's not the same Russ that he was in Seattle. Obviously, that's clearly. But he's, he's probably at least three quarters away back now, at least in the last couple weeks, based on performance. He's moving the ball a lot better. He's actually moving around the pocket like, like he used to in Seattle. He's, look, I'm not saying Denver's a playoff team and all that. I don't think they get in the playoffs, but they're playing much better now. The defense improved the last couple weeks. Big win against Buffalo last, last night. They're in the playoff hunt right now as a result. Um, so Rusty's my good. Yeah, I mean, in the hunt. I mean, I, I will keep in mind that two of those three wins are against the Packers and a Bills team that is seemingly teetering on coming off the rails. I mean. But they beat the Chiefs still. Forget that. They did, that I said okay. two of the three wins. I'm just saying we're against a bad Packers team and a Bills team coming off the rails. That's all I said. Like, yes, they yes they beat the Chiefs absolutely. Like the Bills, by the way, you know, back to back. 
they didn't have a letdown like let's say Oklahoma State did. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, definitely. He look definitely looks better than he did last year. N- not going to be hard to beat that performance. Um, yeah, we'll see where it goes uh, the rest of the way. Um, You're good. Uh, I'll go to college football. Um, I was going to talk about Josh Dobbs um, getting a win. Um, I mean, just a. I mean, that's a crazy story in and of itself. Um, but I'll go this one because um, I also thought about going to, to James Madison, going ten and zero, but uh, and the stupid NCAA rule keeping me out of bowl contention. But um, I'll go to this one, and I'm sure uh, I kind of lied to EJ because I said I wasn't going to go this route. The University of Michigan basically showing Penn State their playbook for two and a half quarters and uh, Penn State couldn't do a goddamn thing to stop them. The te- they, they didn't record a pass. Yes, I, I know they threw one and there was a pass interference, but did not officially record a pass after like seven minutes into the second quarter. And Penn That's State crazy. couldn't do a goddamn thing about it. The allegedly number one or something allegedly r- r- rushing defense in the country couldn't do a thing about it. Like, and I mean, look, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say it. it the, the decision to literally just run and run and run and run and just keep running um, felt very intentional. When for like the last couple of weeks, the rhetoric is, well, when you know what a team's going to do, it's easier to stop them. Allegedly. Is it? <laughs> is it? Allegedly. Because, I mean, Michigan kind of said, no, it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know what? We can, if we want to talk about the the good, the bad, and the ugly of everything surrounding 24 hours in the Big Ten from from Friday afternoon till Saturday, we can. I'll leave that kind of up to you guys. But for for a team to board a plane in Ann Arbor, not really knowing what's going on, probably having some sort of an idea that there was a chance that that Jim Harbaugh wasn't going to be on the sideline. Um, but to get that decision via social media, because Tony Petiti is a fucking coward. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you try and go through the appeal process. But again, because Tony Petiti and the Big Ten are fucking cowards um, to do it at 4 p.m. on a Friday federal holiday. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> you know, to to try to get the appeal process and it doesn't go through. And you basically, according to Joel Klatt and Jenny Taft um, and Brady Quinn, who have all said, like, even Saturday morning, big, you know, big noon kickoff on Fox. Nobody had any clue if or when Jim Harbaugh was just going to end up at the stadium and get that appeal to go through until literally about game time. So the fact that there was so much in the air and that Michigan team went into a hostile environment, I don't, you know, I I get it. Penn State, not a top 10 team, um, overrated as fuck, but, but for them to, to go into that environment, because that is a tough place to play. And for um, for Sharon Moore to not only have to operate as their offensive coordinator, but now their head coach, to say, F you, this is what we're going to do for two and a half quarters. I bet you can't stop us. And Penn State couldn't. 
that that's a fucking good. That, that is cool. a good. That, that was, was cool. That's, that's actually kind of hot there, Jim. The I'm only thing I will say about the whole thing, I, 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 you know, it was part of my bad actually, is that, you know, don't stop playing victim though. Stop the fucking crying. Wait, after what? The game. No. The okay. No, 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 no. Stop it. Hell no, no. First off, first off, no, no, no. The crying. Stop. The crying is because you have a guy who is passionate about the players that are on his team who have been put through the fucking ringer with this bullshit because the Big Ten is fucking coward. You want you want to suspend a guy? Suspend him midweek when they have a chance to prepare for that the I fucking game that, that way. That's, That's why there's emotion, EJ. That's why he's going out and crying after a game. Because he has to see – those coaches are seeing what these players are being put through by this stuff. And, yeah, you can blame Michigan. You can say that, it, that it, they're, they're victims of their own cause – but the bottom line is, in the Big Ten statement, in the letter to the University of Michigan, they said there is nothing that proves and links anything to Jim Harbaugh. So why is he the one being suspended? Yeah, that was a bad look. Especially, especially oh, the is it because they're vegetarians and he bought a player a hamburger? Well, yeah, I mean, that's another I mean, situation. That's like, like, can we can we also add to the fact that this is another instance of just complete bullshit being thrown Michigan's way? Just so somebody else on the panel here can talk about this without getting hit with the Marge, Marge, Marge. Marge, ass- Marge. Like, th- 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 this is a bad take by you, EJ. I'm sorry. Like, this- the, the crime was kind of, like, a little much, though. I mean, come on. I, what, I get what do you it. Mean? That's getting caught up in the emotion, dude. I, I, I'm sorry. I no, I'm calling. I am calling. About with some of these tool times. You want to talk about a little much, motherfucker? Okay? Like, what are we doing here? Hey, what, hey listen. It is what it is on the tool times. Bro, football, football is an emotional game. And when you, have a, when you have a guy that's invested, and when, again, we... D- we don't know, right? We don't know. Michigan hasn't been given their due process. They haven't been given their date in court yet. They haven't been given an opportunity to speak on the matter. Why? Because they're under an investigation. So let me use this to build on this, too. And by the way, I, I, I brought this up as a point talking with Mark Moses on a 1560 AM, the fan in Melbourne ping. Mm-hmm. Um Here's the part that's really stupid about all of it. Whatever happens here, EJ, I, I know, oh, it's a big much. Ugh, I, I'm not even touching that right now. We could spend hours on that, okay? It's here's here's where it's at. You know why this is actually a colossal mistake. Now, part of this, you'll be like, you know, Kyle, you're just copying this from Joel Klatt. And rightly so. See what I did there? I Hit the clat, Jim. And rightly so. Oh, that's so meta because I'm copying him as I'm copying him with a soundbite of him with a T-shirt inspired by him. Depth, motherfuckers. No, but but here's what it is. Over and above the fact that this sets up the slippery slope of people just thinking something happens and now stuff's going to get levied is a whole other question. What about if they're found innocent? Y'all remember Obi-Wan Kenobi from the original Star Wars trilogy in episode four? You know, Jim, are you a Star Wars guy? It's, yes. Okay. I've Stop. already shouted, shut the fuck up. Stop talking Jeez. over people. What the hell? Like, if I want to get talked over that much, I'd have the evil twin on the show. Shouts to Sean, who's a good guy. I like That's true. <laughs> uh, um, but back to it. So, in the event that Michigan gets found 
innocent of all charges through whatever an investigation that he can't find a link. You have created a monster that's far more dangerous than ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi. Alec Guinness will be handsome compared to the fucking monster coming out of blue. And what are you going to do? What you going to do, brother? Nice. When the blue monster is talking shit on Twitter all day on you. And, and, and that's a great point, man, because so here's the deal. The, the reason that Tony Petiti and the Big Ten made the ruling they did on Friday is because a group of Big Ten schools formed a mob and forced his hand. What happens? Real quick, if you could put up D D uh, Dylan's comment, because you're kind of answering his question. Yeah, he says, uh, he is, De Devin says, I have a question. Why hasn't Ohio State gotten punished yet? They were involved. Uh, I heard they started all this sign stealing. Um started I'll disagree on but yeah there's the report that um Michigan has proof that Ohio State and Rutgers were providing advanced scouting to Purdue for the Big Ten title game last year but you don't you don't see the University of Michigan kicking the door of Tony Petiti's office and asking for a suspension hell I would I would just like to see the investigation open, but maybe that's just maybe maybe the Big Ten can't walk and chew gum at the same time and and do two investigations together. But Whoa, hey. I'm neither here nor there. Um, but you seem really bad about this. But but no, it is because it it's it's frustrating because like there should be due process here. Like we we are innocent until proven guilty, right? But and and to the point that Kyle made about opening a, a dangerous door is what happens when it's Ohio State that is that is um, accused of something? What happens when it's Penn State? What happens when it's Minnesota? What happens when it's well, Purdue? Hold on. Haven't we seen Penn State? Well, I mean, in a different context. Well, that's true. Yeah, and, and to everybody who said this is the biggest scandal to hit the Big Ten ever, um, no, stop. No. You can stop. But what can happens, what happens if incoming USC becomes the target? Like, like we okay we we don't like the new guys let's all form a mob and get them in trouble like you're now setting a dangerous example here like um so a couple comments here from youtube uh it says harbaugh was suspended because it was a lighter response than forcing the team to forfeit games um no bullshit because if you have heard the reports the big 10 has said they will still hand down punishments if Michigan is found guilty of anything, so they'll be double punished. So, cool. That's apparently a thing in the Big Ten as well. well hold on. Here's the thing. How can they – they can't – like, here's here's another way they screwed up, Jim, by not waiting until the end of the – at least after the end of the year to do this crap. They've now concluded, allegedly, or have been forced to conclude or found some allegedly. way to balance out – Thank you, sir. Some way to balance out the alleged sign-stealing that everybody's allegedly doing, by the way. Please don't hit all the allegedly's. I'm using that a lot. But um, hasn't that been neutralized now? To your point, they didn't have to steal signs from the playbook. Penn State was handed the goddamn yeah. thing and still spanked like a redheaded stepchild. All right? You've taken Harbaugh off the sideline. He won't be there for Michigan and Ohio State. And, oh, by the way, any team worth their salt is now changing their signs if they believe this is as true as their letters allege. Right, oh, right. <laughs> I, I did see that, that, that it was an easy win because Michigan knew what they were doing. I'm like, okay, if James Franklin didn't change signs knowing this was happening, he's a worse coach than I already thought he was. Well, and maybe this is why they fired the offensive coordinator. I don't know. 
But and, here's and, go ahead. Here's here's the conclusion of it though, Jim. At this point, Ohio State will have a shot to beat them knowing all of this. Mm -hmm. And if they still get beat, what leg do you possibly have to yeah, stand then what? on at this point? Then what? Uh, another comment here from YouTube. The report handed the Big Ten already included a list of infractions the NCAA could prove. But again, there's that word. Could prove. Until proven, they are not guilty. Yeah. Like, what – what, what what do we not understand here? If, if those exist, and no disrespect If the glove the don't fit, you got to quit. <laughs> right? Like, and, and listen, no disrespect to the commenter, but if those exist, why aren't they released yet? Right. What are we doing? Right. Oh, maybe because it's uh, an ongoing investigation, and it should be concluded. Or and, maybe, possibly, too, it's just not bleeping there. Right. What about that? Right. Maybe there's not the smoking gun people think there is. Um. But anyway, now uh, let's hop off of the uh, the Michigan horse. Uh, let's go to the bad. EJ, what was your like? Myrtleizing your own ugly. <laughs> ugly uh, EJ, what was your? Well, if you don't come prepared for multiple, then that's a you problem. Uh, uh, EJ, it's like one. it's like coaching for Penn State and not changing your side. Guys, I think they're gonna run on this play. What the fuck are we gonna do? EJ, what was your bad from this past weekend? <laughs> my bad. It was my bad last week too, but it's it's getting worse. The Buffalo Bills, five and five. Um, out of the playoff hunt right now, currently, well, in the hunt, but out of a spot, in, yeah, in a mix, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're just but, going out of your way to get, but the now, now, now yeah. it's the optics. Now they fired Ken Dorsey, office coordinator, this morning, elevated Joe Brady to OC. Um, you have now Stefan Diggs' brother Trayvon Diggs now tweeting that get his ass out of there. Now it's adding more fuel to the fire about a possible dissension between Josh Allen and and uh, and Diggs. Um, is this all bad? And like again. I said on the, show, on the show last week about this game, Denver game being a not a gimme game, but a game that should win. And Denver, oh, I win the they, game. I mean, they should have won. If Buffalo is as good as they are alleged to be, they should have won that game. Right. And now you look at the schedule. You still got to play. We well, got the Jets this week. Again, should win the game, but they, lost they already them. lost to him once. Oh, right. Exactly. You got then you got the two Super Bowl participants from last year, back to back weeks: Chiefs, Eagles, Dolphins, Cowboys, Chargers. And then uh, uh, the, pa the Patriots, the Patriots will be winning, of course. Well, so my but, point is that's but by that point, Bills. that Patriots game might not be shit for the Bills. Let's I mean, be honest. So I, I asked the question here too now with the Cowboys, I'm the Cowboys, the, the Bills. I mean, it's clear. It's, it's safe to say that this Super Bowl is closed now, right? Uh, no. This, no, 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 no. The Super Bowl window has been closed for a time. The playoff window isn't closed yet. No, I'm talking about Super window. Playoff windows. For, for, well, for, just what I said. Just okay? for this season? Or like when you talk window, you mean like the, this team as a general structure right now. Right. Let me frame it. Maybe this core outside Josh Allen, of course, the coaching staff, I don't see this team with this core being a Super Bowl contender at this point now until they shake up this core again. Um, that I'll I mean, agree. Okay, that I'll agree with. Well, um, this may not exist this time next season if this disarray continues. Well, right, and right. I, that's that's the point. I think that's right. the point. Um, which I will agree with. Yeah, I think. Um, if you wanna if you wanna make Josh Allen the foundation of the core, and you know, get digs out of there, make make changes at receiver, defensive changes. I mean, Von Miller. I mean, he's he's, you know. This had possibly his last season, so there's going to be changes, right? There's definitely going to yeah. be changes. Um, so yeah, I would agree. I would agree that the Super Bowl window 
um, when you quantify it like that, is close. Yeah. Uh, Sean McDermott, you think he's on the hot seat now with this or no? In- inevitably. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, and especially if, you know, if you're sitting at five and five and over the remaining, you know, six, seven weeks, if you're talking four or five losses in that bunch and you, you all of a sudden go from a, a possible AFC championship contender to not only out of the playoffs, but under double digit wins, um, shit got real, really fast for them. Like so, I knew it'd be a tough, I know it'd be tough here for them because of the schedule, but I didn't think it'd be this bad. Yeah, no, um, you know, for the last multiple seasons, I, I've I've had I've called into to question the, um, you know the the, the true quality of the Buffalo Bills. Um, I did not see it going in this direction this quickly, um, but yeah, I I think I think drastic changes probably do need to happen for this team to uh, take the mm-hmm. next step. Yeah, uh, Kyle, you're bad from this weekend. Listen, Jim, maybe you've made me a full convert. I don't know. But um, the fact that we're having a conversation still about FSU's win over Miami being tantamount to Washington beating Jim's youths is just fucking disgusting. What the shit are we doing here? A guy who has a team who has a coach who doesn't know how to kneel the goddamn ball versus a top 25 team who's supposed to be allegedly the only team in the Pac-12 that can play defense. Go ahead and hit it, Jim. Wait, which one I may hit? I'm a, I, I, I was allegedly. looking at something else. Oh. Allegedly. There we are. Wait, you got a problem there. Do I need to quote Colin Cowherd for your status here? Or I... <laughs> I was just looking at something else. Oh, I got you. But nonetheless. But, um, do math. There we are. As tempted as I was to have you go to the Morningstar for my bad and bring up the Atlanta fraud cons losing to the Cardinals when I was assured by multiple parties, shouts to my guy, the madman, Mark Mancini and Danny Thompson. Um, thank you, sir. Uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> the Falcons are not a good football team. Look, um, look all, all due respect to the madman Mark Mancini, but if that's one of the sources for any sort of a lock or a guarantee, there's a reason the man's called the madman. Hey, okay, then how is Danny Thompson off the hook? Well, he's not. Here, let me help you, Homer. He, Homer well, because well, yeah, because because Homer. Bad things happen when you start to trust your heart. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, it's bad enough if you watch Fox News. Of course, apparently, if you watch Fox Sports, that's a problem <laughs> too. Anyways, uh, wow. Uh, with all that in mind, yeah, I'm still going to the disrespect of the West Coast and the Utes. Yes, I'm aware of the fact I live in Florida. That's how bad the stink is. Stop it. Put Washington in the top freaking four. Yeah. Do the right goddamn thing, you sons of bitches. Well, we'll see here in a couple minutes, and uh, and and we will hold off on those until because uh, I'll be able to get a graphic and, and all of that up uh, once the rankings come in. So we will get at least right. we'll get through I'm this. Angry this week. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I, I I even did a podcast on this uh, yesterday about Florida. I, I I'm the Florida State fan. And they should be dropping in rankings. Even the hatchet humper says they shouldn't be in the top four. <laughs> like, there's no argument here. Yeah, no, no they they should not be in the top four. Uh, I hope that they're not, but we'll find out here uh, momentarily. Uh, my bad from this weekend. And look, I mean, again, I, I this team had already won the year before the year began, but Colorado blowing a lead, um, oh, albeit no. only a touchdown lead. But but blowing a lead and and getting their sixth loss of the year um, is a bad because now 
your backs really are against the wall. And look again, this this team um, has 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 already overachieved. Um, they have already, uh, you know, done more than people expected them to. But now you're in a spot where you need to win your two remaining games um, to make it to a playoff game. They are one in six in conference play. Now a much deeper uh, Pac-12 than we were yeah. expecting. Yeah. Than we were expecting. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, this this weekend they will play Washington State. We'll pre- predict that game in a couple minutes. And uh, and then uh, next weekend they play Utah. Um, that that game is a tall order um, at Utah to close oh, the year. You would think so. <laughs> um, and rightly so. Dickhead. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough road. We'll talk about Colorado when we get to the predictions. Uh, let's go to the uglies, though. Kyle, what was your ugly from this past weekend? Golly, I, I you know, uh, if we didn't already spend so much time on it, I would have obviously said the Michigan suspension and just the complete trash that's been handing uh, all this down. Um, but for my money, I, I'm going to go with the firing of the, the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator. Um Listen, at the, at day's end, the offensive categories that mattered were going well. Um, bad decisions in certain other places did also co- involve were also involved with the loss to the Broncos. I mean, listen, the Broncos have shown that if they're a team, if you f around, you will find out. Oh, the Denver Broncos. And as appropriate and hilarious as that <laughs> drop continues to be, that's still the case. Now. Am I saying they're as close to a playoff berth as, say, the Minnesota Vikings? No. Oh, no, no I, that wasn't the bite I was hoping for, Jim. Oh. oh. Uh, wait, where the hell did it go? Yeah. Um, I'm not going that far. But, yeah, I, I, I just just I, just the complete free fall, free, free fall that this team is on is 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 ugly frankly you know uh, i know that ej continues to pride himself on how much he thought they were going to miss the playoffs this year and i and i get it and and cr- frankly all they have to do is win one or two difficult games and they're you know still back in and, and winning solves everything we've seen that with this team but at this point they are a hot mess and oh by the way the next team on your docket if i remember correctly are the super bowl runners up from last season good bleeping luck <laughs> I guess uh, a question. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead, Andrew. That's a question to you. Is this you, you say that? Do you have faith in going on a two-game winning streak based on the schedule? They don't need to go on a streak. That's the thing. Um, what I have faith in is that they will win the games on their schedule that are still weak. The Jets, with all due respect, the Jets are still a weaker team. I'm sorry, um, and they've only looked worse since they pulled off the incredible out your butt upset after you know Aaron Rodgers had. Um, you know, the stamina that EJ Christian does to last in a game. But <laughs> that was terrible. Um, You're listen, terrible. I'm just bringing you back down to earth, Chief. But listen, <laughs> at, at days in, as we analyzed on the student of the game report, bing, that there there are still plenty uh, or, or there are still a couple bad teams. Everybody's already forgotten what they did to the Miami Dolphins, who were alleged to be the saviors. The problem is the AFC East is becoming a who that bleep wants to win this conference. Or sorry, division, division. That's the problem. You're still, you still have to make sure the Dolphins don't Dolphin, homie. That's the problem. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I have faith that they'll win the games they're supposed to, the rest of the games they're supposed to. 
um, I have faith that other teams may take the Bills lightly, thinking they got this. There's free fall. The Bills are just as dangerous. They're in a team, but with whom you F around, you will find out. All right, EJ, what was your ugly from this past weekend? Oh, God, here we go again. My ugly. Ugly is your nose. The New York Giants versus Dallas Cowboys. Do you really have to do the lazy thing every week? I'm not done yet. In 2023, not just on Sunday, this entire fucking year. Do you know they've been in the two games they played this year, they've been outscored 89 17? I did know that. Oh, my God. I did know that. The hell? 89 17. That is disgusting. I think it's great. No one cares what you think. <laughs> Asshole. I mean, but. Don't do the lazy. Don't do the but, lazy topic. No, and I no, won't no, have no, to dunk but, but on it. But because I'm in for tanking for Caleb. Who are to fuck me the one pick next in the draft. I'm okay with it. But yeah. The, the Giants Cowboys game has been ugly. This, whole, this entire year. Ugly. See, I think it's beautiful. I would have would have been should have been good for me as well. Um, yeah, giant stink. Nothing more to talk about there because we talked Consider. about it last week and the week before and the week before and the week before. Um, my ugly. Um, I'll go. I'll go back to uh, Happy Valley, unhappy Valley, and but I'm not going to talk about Michigan. Uh, James Franklin, both being unable to do math. And trying to defend his ability to not do math. So Penn State was down two scores, right? They were down, I think it was um, by 15. Mm-hmm. And and they scored. And, like, Gus and Joel are sitting there like, well, they're going to – it looks like they're keeping the offense on the field. I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? You, you, kick, a, you kick the extra point. So then you go then you go down eight. But they went for two then. They missed it. So they went from being down fifteen to being down nine. And uh a text from a friend of my my brother's and mine said that uh James Franklin is probably the only coach in college football who could be down two scores, score a touchdown, and still be down two scores. Um and then he like he defended it because he said like said something along the lines of like, well, we had the numbers and we felt confident about the score and we were just trying to get those points back. And I went, you made this worse. Um, oh, coach speak, homie. Okay. Well, sometimes coach speak makes you look like a dummy. Like, I'm sorry, because just take the fucking L, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot to I, I forgot to ring the you know, I forgot to ring the extra number up above the two on that one. My bad. My bad. This one's on me. For example, I can give you an example of a coach taking it on the chin where he deserves it, and he did it from moment one after the game was over. I have sources that have confirmed that Coach A, who won by forty two points over Coach B, right? Coach B said to Coach A, Coach A being the victorious coach here, you kicked our ass. Direct quote. In the press conference, we got out coached. Direct coach from uh, direct quote from quote uh, from Coach B. He continued to explain how the rain wasn't really a factor, other than the fact that they were already up by so many points, specifically twenty four or seven or, or or seventeen, depending on what time of the second quarter you're talking about. 
Of course, I refer to the most gorgeous mullet in the United States of America, Mike Gundy, in response to being thrashed by UCF, which I covered personally at the Bounds House because I was there with Come the after me. Uh, okay, I would have accepted Bing as well, but that, that was very creative there, Jim. But yes, go after him. And, and you want to know what's funny about it, guys? I've been in other press conferences with Mike Gundy. This the YouTube video I saw of him giving this press conference was the calmest he's ever looked. I'm a man. I'm 40. So was it like, right. well, I'm a man. You know, he's 50 I'm something. 50. Yeah, he's a, he's a real man. He's 50. 56 right. now, right? I think, right? Some, yeah. some, I thought it was 56, but I don't yeah. want to be quoted directly because I, I don't remember immediately off the top of my head. The punchline is this. If a dude can graciously respond to a 45 to 3 loss, step your game up, James Franklin. Yeah, for real, man. For real. Um, but uh cool. definitely an unhappy scene in state college this past weekend. Um, all right, let's let's transition here to uh college football. The rankings are slowly pouring in. We'll we'll uh, we'll actually talk about them and digest them here in a second. Uh hold on, Jim. I can send you a picture of a trash can if you need a graphic. <laughs> once uh once we have um once we have the full rankings in front of us. But there's, there's currently five undefeated teams, okay? There's currently five undefeated teams at the top of the rankings. Um, where exactly they fall, we'll see here uh, in a second. But, again, as we always stress, like, we can get mad at these stupid rankings and the heaping, steaming pile that the committee feeds us each and every week. None of it really matters, right? Until after conference championship weekend. I get it's the foundation of which the later is built on my same issue with preseason rankings. We don't have time for that now. Um, <laughs> but five teams who are currently undefeated, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, and Washington. Each of them uh, has two regular season games, potential um, conference championship games ahead of them. Which of these is do you guys think is more likely to lose? Um, and and, th- and maybe, maybe there's multiple. I don't know. But w- which of these – do you think he's more likely to lose and throw this whole thing into chaos before we get to the end? Um, so we'll start here. Georgia, uh, they're at Tennessee, at Georgia Tech. They are locked into the SEC title game. They will play Alabama. Um, Michigan, uh, they obviously one of these next two, one of them will lose. Um, but again, we're talking most likely. Uh, Michigan at Maryland, home against Ohio State, and then uh, they will have the Big, uh, Big Ten title game. Likely versus Iowa. Yes, <laughs> I know it's a joke. Um Ohio State. I mean, really quick, I think I only bring this up cuz this is thoroughly funny. Um it's completely classless that Iowa State is running up the score. Actual tweet read. It was meant in comedy cuz at that point 22 to 3 was the score. <laughs> um Ohio State, they are uh they host Minnesota. They go to the Big House in Michigan and then assuming they win, they would play in the Big 10 title game. Again, likely versus Iowa. Florida State uh, hosts North Alabama this weekend. They travel to Gainesville to play the Florida Gators next weekend. They would, ha- they would have the ACC title game, likely against Louisville. Um, and then Washington, they are at Oregon State this week, host Washington State um, next week. And then the Pac-12 title game, likely against the Oregon Ducks. Um, so EJ, out of those five teams that are undefeated, who is the most likely to lose before the final stand? I mean, really, the correct answer is whoever you you think is going to lose the Michigan Ohio State. So what you're game. trying to say? So is who? 
who fence sitter who is the team that is most likely to lose before the final standings um ohio state okay thank you ohio state because i I mean the reason why i i I don't think i think georgia's surging right now at a point now to where they're almost on level they had been in the last two years um uh that, that game's in Auburn, too, right? Michigan, Ohio State's in Auburn, right? Correct. Correct. Any more reason why Michigan, Ohio State. Uh, Florida State's schedule is the easiest of the bunch. I mean, there's, there's some trust things there also, also with, with the Noles playing a little closer to the club. Hubba, 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 hubba. You know? But I think they should close the deal um, on that. Uh, Washington, has, that's still a tough schedule for them, right? The correct play, answer uh, is Ohio State and Washington, right. to be clear. Okay. Yeah, I mean... I, 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 I'll go Ohio State. I'm, 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 I'm going to say Ohio State. I'm, I'm putting it in the year. That's why. Okay, <laughs> Fitz, in the Sitter, you pick just one and you pick the easy one. I'm going to pick two. And the answer is Ohio State. And well, one. you said one. You said one. I'll, I'll, I mean, Washington. Well, I said, who, what, I said, what team is most likely to lose? And I said in my intro to it, if you're paying attention, uh, it would be the there could be multiple answers. Bitch. I mean, Washington, I mean, shit, they could lose this weekend. Because fucking... That's the point. That's the joke. I don't think they will. I think, That's I think Washington the gonna, joke. I think Washington's going to do their job. I, I, fucking, I, I, I think but it's gonna... likelihood, homie. It's likely. I'm, I'm going to go Ohio State. I, I, I'm, I'm sure. sure. I, I think Michigan is seething. That game isn't Ann Arbor, too, on top of that. I think they're seething. I, I'm, I'm going I'm putting, I'm putting to the, to the stars. Fucking Ohio State loses. All right. Listen, and, 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 and you're right there, which is why... Ohio State's the easy answer, okay, with your mm-hmm. fence-sitting self. But we've cited many times on this very show where both you fence-sitting mamajamas, I said it, where both you fence-sitting mamajamas agreed with me that Washington stretch, stretch would be ridiculous, okay? Mm-hmm. They still have to clear that, that, that stretch and then face a rematch of what DJ and I believe are the, is the actual best win of the year, not Texas frickin' uh, Alabama, even though the rankings agree with us and all their garbage. But we don't have to talk about that until later, right, Jim? But Correct. with all that in mind, be, be with the more difficult docket and an Oregon rematch, the, the most likely loss candidate next to Ohio State has to be Washington. And because there's multiple games in terms of using statistics, all Ohio State has to do is find a way to limp past Michigan and get lucky. I don't think it happens either. Hell, even if J.J. McCarthy gets hurt, maybe they'll still run the goddamn ball down their throats. I don't know. But Washington has a, a, a much harder road to finish the season by comparison, and it's not close. Um yeah, so they have to be in the conversation in my mind. Like for for all the talk, for all the people who who are hyping up Washington, included myself. And let's say they actually get the number four ranking. What if they start reading too many of their own clippings? There's still enough there for Washington to be in trouble. Yeah, I agree. I I, I don't think Georgia loses. Period. Um, right. If if to anyone, it's Alabama in the title game. But I don't. I don't think this Alabama team has what it takes to beat this Georgia team at this point. You say that, but I think they're in third place. I think that Alabama game is tougher than anything else that anybody else is facing on the other on the list. Um, that I will agree with. That I will agree with. Because again, you're you're gonna 
you're going to have uh, Nick Saban. I mean, again, it's a, it's a week to prepare after the final game of the season. But, um, yeah, I mean, these two teams know each other, right? Um, I mean, after all, this Kirby guy is pretty smart. Oh, I see what you did. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Florida State's got Florida State's got the easiest road. Um, I mean, both Michigan and Ohio State, the matchup in Ann Arbor is the hard part of that road. Right. Not the Big Ten title game. Um, right. But, yeah, and, you know, the within Washington is a tough one as well. Um, the, the rankings are in. I have a graphic prepared here for the, um, the top six. While you do that, Jim, I, I'll make a note that I will send you the yeah from the opening of CSI Miami for future puns. There you go. Um, all right. So we do have a change at the top. Yes. Um, oh, wait, time. no, this is actually wrong. No, 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 I'm no, sorry. No, Yahoo no. Sports Fourth fucked this graphic up. Four and five are still the same. Yeah. Yahoo Sports fucked that graphic up, by the way. Yeah. That's that's oh, uh, wait, what? Okay, I was well, so excited. Well, I'm grabbing. Well, no. Okay. So let me, I can grab this one quick, but it, 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 the, the top. The top, uh, the top six. Well, okay, I'm grabbing the first thing I can and trying to do this on, on the fly because fucking ESPN. Um, which is a general whatever to live by. But uh, your top six are Oregon six, Washington five, Florida State four, Michigan three, Ohio State two, Georgia one. So they did State, but they got it wrong. So yeah, so they did make the change at the top. They did. Um. Ohio State till still too high. Florida State still too high. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, hey, we want to keep we want to keep Florida State in the top four. Well, everybody can complain. Well, how do we fix that? Get Ohio State the fuck so, out of there. Then everybody is... forget about the fact we left them fourth. Awesome. The by the way, that's a dramatization of the ACC members of the uh, of the committee, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um. But reaction to uh, the rest of the top ten um, outside of uh, of the the top six: uh, Texas seven, Bama eight, Missouri nine, Louisville ten. Um, so not yeah. not not a lot of surprise there. Penn State finally out of the top ten, and rightly so. I mean, um, and rightly so, yes. You know, right. um, I, I, look, I'm glad they put Georgia one. Georgia should have been number one this week. Um, you know, again, I think Michigan should be two, but again, that'll play itself out. Michigan should be one. Um, look, what? as as much of a Marge, Marge, uh, that I am here when uh, when Georgia played the number nine team in the country and just embarrassed that ass all over all over CBS Saturday night. Um, I'll give him the edge at one. Okay, I think it's close. About- but what about uh, embarrassing the alleged number 10 team up and down the field? Granted, you didn't show up in the score, but running the football doesn't score as many points as quickly and True. doing it without your goddamn head coach on the sideline. What about that? What about those points? Here's the old man. If you want to put Michigan at one, I am not going to argue with it. You just tried to. but One and two should be Georgia and Michigan. How you slice it. Yeah, what, 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 it's, fuck, but it's one and two. I mean, I think that the thing that this panel is trying to say is fuck Ohio State. That That's basically where we're at. It's always. Yeah. Fun. Well, yeah. I mean, they should be four at best. Um, 
or maybe three, them, maybe three. I would give them the edge over FSU. Absolutely. Okay, but sh- okay, so so we have one and two: Georgia, Michigan. Those should be our, our our number one, number two. You want to put Michigan at one? You want to put Georgia at one? Fine, either way. Um, who should be number three? Washington, Ohio State, or Florida State? See, I was trying to avoid you asking this question because I'm not prepared to go on record for this there and jinxing this team for all the team for all the prediction I've made in August that you're now asking me. Then I'll say it. The correct final. answer is Washington. God damn it! The answer is fucking Washington. It's Washington. Well, they have they have the they have the better win of any of those teams. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like here's the deal. Ohio State's two wins are against a two-loss Penn State team and a three-loss Notre Dame team. Did, did that hurt, Jim? It's reality. I'm just dealing with it, Kyle. Um, Washington's win, biggest win, is against the number six team in the country. The biggest win in the goddamn year. Period. Yeah. Yep. That's correct. Yeah, show me anyone that has a better win than that. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'll wait. You can't do it. Now, must, I, must, I, must I can't stand Ohio State. Must I can't stand Ohio State. They, they, they're still deserving a top four status. I would put them at four. No one's arguing top four for, yeah. for or against our four, a top four right. Ohio State. It's your sorry I mean, hatchet humping team that plays more powder puffs than a high school. I mean, here's the deal: if you want to, if you want to argue, Oregon is better than Ohio State. I'll listen to the. Uh, I, I'll sit in the judge's seat and I'll listen to the uh, the, the uh, evidence in question. Well, Un- Jim, unlike probably- Tony fucking Petiti, anyway. I see what you did there. Uh, by the way, as you wear your green and appropriate stance to argue for Oregon, I would like to see you lightsaber duel with our Noler here on the panel on how Oregon isn't already better than FSU. No, no the only reason. Look, look I, real talk. Who's better team? I would, I would probably take Oregon over Florida State. The record plays though. And the, the game record, is but, over. And rightly so. Right, right. However, Oregon has a loss. Florida State doesn't have a loss. So what? I'm beaten. That's it. That's the only case I have for you. Okay, the Ric Flair defense doesn't hold up here. If you beat up, if you beat a bunch of eighth graders, you can't say to be the well, best. I, I wouldn't call LSU an eighth grader. Well, LSU eighth grader, although LSU isn't as impressive now. First but... of all, you only got LSU for a half, and second, that was months ago. Yeah. I was at that game. I barely remember it. I'm joking, obviously, but <laughs> you know. It was very fun, and I mean, I mean, and hey, I have heard a very reputable sport uh, uh, a source um, on the student of the game report say that Notre Dame should be ranked higher than LSU. So how good can that win be, right? I mean, in, in fact, I, I'll go some further. I, I think I think Alabama's better than Florida State. So if you if I hypothetically want to go back, who, if we're going power rankings like like the NFL, it's what where it's supposed else, to be. But, but not really, because the, yes, the team really. the the purpose of the college football playoff rankings is they are supposed to rank in order the best teams in college football. Period. Not who has the best. Not who is the group of five who has the undefeated record. And then the group of this many who has one loss, and then the group, and they can't even get that right. That's even the worst part. But like, <laughs> but like, it's not a grouping of undefeated and one loss teams and two loss teams and so on. It is supposed to be a one to twenty five ranking of the twenty five best teams in college football. 
So, like, if Alabama's better, which maybe that's where I'm drawing the line, like, because I think Alabama should be above Texas, but, like, I would like to, uh, in a perfect world, I'd like to see Alabama and Florida State play each other to prove who's actually better. Probably going to be Alabama. But, like, by the way, when FSU gets knocked out of the top four, I'd yeah. love to see that bowl game. And, yeah, yeah, and they probably won't unless they somehow trip the, well, up. The well, the, the way they're ranking for State now, even after what happened on Saturday, tells you that as long as FSU does their and job. That was my, and that was my point last week. No, they haven't told us anything, frankly. I disagree. I disagree. Um, what, if, what, if, what if Louisville jerks off and they're not in the top ten? going into the conference championship then what um that is the only reason why fsu was still currently for right but so uh, and and the, the committee's told us this most years is that like where team where they have the teams is also where they're going to be if somebody doesn't slip up now obviously if louisville slips up florida state slips up then you start to get into some of those hypotheticals but i think if Louisville stays in the top 10 and Florida State wins out, wins the AC t- ACC title game against Louisville, I, I, I still I do not see them coming out of that fourth spot. Well, uh, okay, well, then the question or I Or out of the top is, four. Is, is what took Ohio State out of the top, whatever, is it really just Penn State losing a second game? That's all you got. Uh, I think it was Georgia, Georgia throttling Georgia Ole Miss. Awesome. Georgia played the number nine team in this ranking last week. And beat the and fuck beat out the of breaks out of them, and they beat the number, the current number nine team, <clears throat> I the think, week prior. Two things combined is what I. Yeah. So yes, things, but but again, we're looking at a top four. Florida State has not been out of the top four in the multiple weeks we've seen these rankings. One of the teams ahead of them <clears throat> will come out. That's a fact. Um, In my okay, to me that's a fact. We've um, seen bigger surprises, Jim. That's all I'll say. And we've I'm seen bigger surprises, and I know one of the biggest sightings of that is going to be last year when everything outside of the top four imploded in uh, in and of itself. I, I so I don't I don't see Washington or Oregon losing multiple games. Obviously, you know you have the Pac-12 title game coming up, but I I, I, I like Georgia. I don't think is going to lose. Michigan, Ohio State, one of them is going to finish undefeated. Florida State's going to finish undefeated. Washington, probably going to finish undefeated. If not, the team that's going to beat them is Oregon. They're going to come up in. Like, I, I think this – Well, I, I think if Oregon wins, they, they won't be let in. I disagree. Depends, depends I, I disagree. Depends how play shakes out. Oh, th- then how the hell does that work? Like, if, if – if, I don't know. If Washington can't leapfrog FSU, how does Oregon then do that? I think I think if Washington wins out and wins the Pac-12, you'll have two wins against the top six team. I think they do leapfrog Florida because State because it's the same team, and the committee's fucked other teams on this before. Because it's the same team, they won't hold it. The problem. I think the bottom line is that I think damages Oregon's um um re- uh, uh, ranking because right. they have two losses, and then by extension pulls down further Washington. In other words, they actually get penalized for winning a second fucking time. I think what's clear, though, based on these rankings, is that there's going to be a massive premium being unbeaten at the end end of the rope. 
Yes, I agree unbeat, with that. If, if you are unbeaten with no losses, no blemishes, which is what will hurt, you're going to get in. Michi- hey, which is what will hurt Michigan or Ohio State. And I don't yeah. want to hear anybody else talking shit on UCF and the 2017 team because they were undefeated and no one gave a fuck. I wish I had let it go on the soundboard. I'm going to no, put it on the you I can think the it all you want. Those are still facts. I feel like I still the have old- to explain to people that the Kali mm-hmm. Matrix exists. I feel like the only team in the top four that might even get a little bit of a leniency if they lose is Georgia. That is it. Um, if they lose to Alabama and it's close. Yeah. If Michigan right. loses in the conference championship, they're still getting in. I'm calling it. No. No, no, no. No, Ohio State, no. I didn't lose that game. Is out. No, if, 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 the, if the winner of Michigan and Ohio State loses to Iowa – they will not be in the top four. I, I'm not buying because we just saw precedents last year where where the loser. Of but again, a, you, again, you're talking about a year when everything below the top four, yeah, losses gets gets grenade bombed. Kyle, Jim, last they, year, like yeah. here's the part I will give you, Marge. Um, with everybody currently hating on Michigan the way that it that that is, it's pretty clear. And Joel Klatt has made this point, too. It's pretty clear that the committee is thinking of this as well. So they will not give Michigan any leniency. That's the point I'll buy. Jim, last year, how many unbeaten teams you had in the top, in the top four? I, I, without looking, Two, I one, don't. Two, one, if that? Why don't you do your own fucking research? No, it was, it was Georgia. It was Georgia. And I think. See, he's still going to make you do it. Georgia. No, no. It was Georgia. I, I actually remember this. Now. It was Georgia Michigan was the only two teams that were unbeaten last year in the, in the playoff four. Ohio State got in as a one-loss team. And so, too, did um, TCU. TCU lost in the conference championship game, yes. So, there's only two unbeaten teams last year in the uh, top six. Yeah. This year, you have a situation where you have right now currently five. But on the strength of wimpy, sorry, disgusting schedules. The whole reason we got rid of the goddamn BSC was allegedly because of teams skating by with easier schedules. Allegedly. True. For example, historically. Bitch. But if you're if you're sitting there saying Penn State is overrated, you're saying the St. Louisville is overrated. Then how many good fucking teams do you have in the college football? Then there are only eight good teams in college football. Okay, you want the answer to that? There, I can name you four teams that belong in the playoff right now, and one of them has a loss. Oregon. Oregon. By the way, I can make a defense. Of so what Texas. you're saying? Your top four should be Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Oregon. You did say is that, that not what I just said, okay. but moments ago. Send the podcast earlier this morning as well. So yeah, to be fair. Hashtag consistency. Something you may want to take a lesson on there, EJ Christian. No, I don't do that. <laughs> Obviously not. We've seen full time. <laughs> oh, coming up, coming up but, later. But but see that, that later. But yeah, but like to me, like that's where and and maybe I'm putting too much faith in the committee. We'll see. Um, I, with all due respect, Jim, you already know my answer. As, as the thing oh. plays out, well, yeah, but sometimes. Well, never mind. I'm not going to say. We'll just say more on that later. Um. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Jim. Go ahead. But. You know, so, I mean, Georgia almost feels like a lock. I mean, it would have to take some sort of epic collapse over these final three. Um, but I think because of of the of the schedules of of Ohio State's schedule and and they haven't they didn't look impressive even in their two biggest wins, I think a loss gets them out of the way. Again, this is assuming that Florida State wins out that Washington and Oregon end up 
under one team undefeated, one team one loss in the Pac-12 title game. Like I, I really do think that it'll be Georgia because I think they are going to win out. Um, winner of Michigan, Ohio State, and the Big Ten, aka Michigan, they'll be two. Um, and then I think it'll be Florida State and the Pac-12 champion. I, I, I do, I do not see this committee based on. Kind of the consistency we've seen with them so far, with Florida State holding at four, the the two Pac-12 teams holding at five and six. Like, I I I think that a Big Ten team that will be sitting at home when another team, particularly because I think the battle, as it seems to be playing out, is going to be the loser of Michigan Ohio State or the winner of the Pac-12. By the way, as a quick side note, if consistency is your defense, then please allow me to quickly, and only as an aside of why I don't buy the consistency argument, Texas's existence still in the spot that it's at after a team that beat them just got whooped by a new incumbent in the power of five. You do remember that Oklahoma lost the Bedlam game, right? The only loss that Texas has is what? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And Texas was not penalized. So then how was Ohio State knocked out of number one? Because are they rewarding Georgia? Maybe. Yeah, I that's think they're rewarding that's Georgia. That's all it is. Well, it's complicated. Okay, then then where I don't know. That's still that's still not enough for me. I I, I it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, I mean, didn't obviously we're on the air. I didn't have a chance to hear any of the discussion as to why Georgia was moved up. Oh, I could do a dramatization of the explanation. Wah, 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 wah. Okay, let's move on. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think it's simple, honestly. It's Georgia, and that's it. That's it. I'm not Somewhere. mad at Georgia being one, by the way. I have bigger issues with Michigan being three, but that's a whole well, other conversation. Right. Yeah. But again, that that will solve itself next Saturday. On that later. Is it so. safe to say that it's a eight-team race at this point now? The demarcation is eight teams now. No. I, right? I it's Texas... That. Alabama. I don't think Texas. No, I think it is a. I think it is a five-team race with. No. You taking Oregon out? Okay. When I say five teams, I mean Pac-12 winner. Copy. So theoretically six teams, but in reality five teams. Let's do this quick then. The teams that are below. So obviously Alabama has a a path. They beat Georgia. They're in. Obviously. (laughs) Not necessarily. Here's the you thing so? I've heard. Here's the theory I've heard about other guys that are that are in it, you know, sitting around uh, the Jacksonville Jaguar uh, press box at Everbank Stadium. Um, the theory is that should Alabama take down Georgia, they may have effectively eliminated the SEC from the top four. Oh, assuming four state wins, assuming yes. Big Ten winner, yes. Who, who am I missing? Uh, Pac-12 winner, that's three. And then they—they—I they, know some people that were even trying to give Texas a path. Should Washington lose? I mean, the 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 the, the problem in the counter argument to Texas is the fact that they have Texas at seven, not Alabama. Here's the thing. Though. So, like, that's in, that's no, what the committee course, is telling us, right? If Bama has beaten Georgia, that means Texas beat a conference champion. To get to make their way, and now, of course, you're also assuming that Texas can follow finish it out and win the Big Twelve, right? Right, right. Because if they lose, they're toast. Now, um, of course, that's a bullshit argument, in my opinion. 
But the commit that's dumb enough for something for the, for the mm-hmm. committee to buy. right. At the same time, I could see a scenario where you say both be out. That could be also an opportunity for to put two SEC teams in there now because if Georgia loses in a close one to Alabama, as I said earlier, Georgia might have a little bit of leniency. I don't think I don't. And there's too many good football teams this year to put in a two loss team. EJ, that's the only defense against that. No, 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 not not, not Bama. Georgia, Georgia loses. I'm saying. Georgia may still make. I, I mean, that's what I. So if Bama wins a close one and other weird things happen, right. then Alabama and Georgia could both get I in. I said that and and was I wasn't laughed out of the building. They're like, well, I don't think so because they were respectful about it. But yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you, EJ. Like a non-conference. I would. I would think that. I would think that on top of Bama winning, you would probably need, um, the Big Ten, the Big Ten East winner. Um, to lose in the Big Ten title game and probably or at Florida. Or be close. If you're close to an Iowa team, that's a bad look. Um, yes, but if with Georgia, I mean, it does get murky. Um, if it, all all you got to do is leave it in the committee's hands when it's weird, because and because then at that point it's the Kevin the deal. And, if it and again they they can say that it's. An NCAA issue, but maybe if it's Michigan because of all the extracurriculars, if it's a close win over Iowa and Bama beats Georgia, um, then maybe they they go, eh, maybe Michigan doesn't belong here and goes whoop and just pushes so, them. So you guys are saying there's no path of Texas whatsoever? I'm not. Uh, a quote-unquote realistic path? Probably not. They have a Cincinnati's chance. But right, right, if if uh, the Big Ten winner and Florida State lose, and you know the the, the you know Oregon barely beats Washington, would you prefer if I had said that they had a big ca- a Bearcats <laughs> chance and uh, and a <laughs> and a Texas you know and Texas like wins the the Big Twelve title game by thirty? I'm not going to say they can't get in, but they they probably have the longest shot out of the top. The path, the path is Alabama winning the conference championship. If they mm-hmm. don't, we're not talking about it. Anything correct? Else. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's they, step one. Correct. Because Alabama win, I think it's more likely for us to see two Pac-12 teams, depending on what happens. Uh, yeah, Devin hits a great point here. So I just want to put this out there: this podcast will never get sponsorship by the Big Ten. And I don't I, think that's accurate. Michigan may hook us up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'll be contacting uh, Michigan's offices. But, hard, um, hard, hard. But, uh, yeah, Tony Petiti can take his money and shove it up his ass. Um, so, yeah, we will, <laughs> let's uh, let's go to the college football, uh, the, the predictions for this weekend's games. We'll try to move through these pretty quick. Can we still do those? Oh, yeah, sure. Why the hell not? Um, since there's only three games where uh, top 25 teams are playing each other, and now I am gives a damn for these. I did use the AP poll rankings because fucking ESPN made tonight a fucking nightmare. Um, we will uh, operate off of the AP poll for this week. We'll get back to our normally scheduled bullshit rankings next week. Um, but I'm gonna start with a game, and, and we talked. To, I talked about this team in my bad uh, four and six Colorado at four and six Washington State. Uh, Washington State four and a half point uh, home favorite. Sixty four is your over under. Uh, this one Friday night ten thirty Eastern time on FS one. Um, what do you think, guys? EJ, what do you got here? I'm gonna go Colorado, man. Fuck it. Um, they they they'll win outright. Um, the end of Schneid finally, and uh, I'll take the over. All right, Kyle. While I appreciate your lack of faith in Washington, as I've had in past years in that program myself, and rightly so. Washington State. Um, 
excuse me, I'm, I meant Washington State. I beg your pardon. Yeah, I, you guys know I'm a Husky stan. Woof, motherfuckers. Anyways, so, uh, no, um, over. I, I do have Washington State covering. Listen, if you can't protect your quarterback, it just doesn't matter. Uh, Especially when the quarterback in question is your coach's son. <laughs> um, yeah, look. I mean, you know, you, I, I've I've never been a, a, a Dion guy. I think it would be cool if, if Colorado could get into a bowl game this year. Dude, um, it's so hard to get credentials for that. But I I I just don't see it. I I don't. I I think this I think this team is um, working to find its identity. I don't think they'll find it this year. I'm going to take Washington State um, to cover, uh, and I will take the over in the Pac-12. Uh, Devin says Washington State in the over as well. Uh, all right, we go to Saturday, 2.30 Eastern time on the Pac-12 network. It is uh, number 16, Utah. They are 7-3 and three at number 19, Arizona, also 7-3. and three. This one is a push, gentlemen. 44-and-a-half uh, is your over-under. Kyle, we'll start with you. Um. Shoot, I, I misheard what you said, Jim. What was the game again? I'm so sorry. Uh, Utah at Arizona. Oh, bruh. Yeah, Utah all day. I, I mean, give me the over anyway because it's the Pac-12. But listen, your Utes are going to handle business. I got you that. Um, yeah, so that's all I have to say about that. Utes, over. Uh, EJ. Yeah, give me Utah as well, too. And, yeah, I'll take over. Why not? Is it a slight? What's the number? 45? 44 and a half. 44, 44. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A rare Pac-12 low under, low over under. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. So slight, slight. Under. I think few teams in the conference that have been alleged to occasionally play defense. Right, mm -hmm. but I think that this team, this game will go in the fifties. So, um, I will take Utah uh, to win, and I will take a slight over. I don't think it gets into the fifties. Devin taking an under as well. Utah the on the under. I don't think the under is a terrible play. I probably if I if I'm a gambling man, I'm probably not touching this one. If I'm a gambling man, the only bet I place is on Jim's Utes. <laughs> ah, there you go. Uh, all right, number one Georgia, ten and zero, ten point road favorite at 20, number twenty one Tennessee, who is seven and three. Fifty nine is your over under. Uh, Saturday three thirty Eastern Time, CBS. Uh, EJ. Yep, the dominance continues to Georgia as they trek way to uh, three-peat. Give me Georgia minus 10 and give me the over. All right, bold claim on part of that. Yeah, yeah, Kyle. Interesting you claim the over in an SEC game. By the way, you know what I know you haven't done? Watched Josh Heupel at any great length, okay? When he's good, he's real good. When his offense is bad, is real bad. Consider last week against Missouri, another member of the Tiger family, and only scoring seven points. His, his, his fast style of offense completely implodes because then his defense is on the field for entirely too long and is basically exposed. Well, I won't say Janet Jackson at a halftime show, but some other one, maybe Madonna in her one of her books back in the 80s. I don't know. The punchline is this. Is that too old there, uh, uh, EJ? My bad. But not at all. Okay. So with not all of his old ass. Wow, but <laughs> I don't mean you say that he's older than me. That's the joke, right? Um, he, he's the never mind. Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> By year, though, do I have to show off my hair again? Okay, is this what we're doing now? I'm just saying. But by the way, for those listening to the podcast, no, uh, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Joe Buck, myself, right? Anyways, no hair. <laughs> Joe Buck, yourself. 
because you're hiding EJ Christian. I see the salt and pepper in your beard. Moving My on. Wife loves it, so. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I'm sure your salt and pepper in your beard leads to salt and pepper in your social life. Anyways. Push it real good. Anyway, go. Yeah, you saw what I did. Make her want a soup. I get it. Anyways, that <laughs> um, was good. What can I say except you're welcome? With that in mind, is that what she sings when you're done? Anyways, um, we're on a tangent, folks. Um, what the hell is it? Oh, I'm kidding. Georgia, uh, Tennessee. Yeah, you said what you said. Blast, eat blasted. EJ's completely correct on picking Georgia here. The over is the mistake. Take Ooh. the under here. Uh, Georgia handles business. Heupel's not going to score enough to get your over, buddy. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I was going to say. Georgia, they're going to cover the 10. Um, they might score 50, but Tennessee ain't scoring. <laughs> yeah. Tennessee ain't scoring 10. Uh, a fucking 10 um, to uh, to make it uh, to make it to uh, the 60 to get that over. So give me the under in that one. Uh, Devin has Georgia in the over. Uh, then last one here, the 10 and 0 Washington Huskies, uh, number five in the nation. Uh, travel to number 10, uh, again, not in your playoff rankings, stupid committee, uh, number 10, Oregon State, who is 8-2 and two, and a two-point home favorite um, in this one. I was I had to double and triple check that number because yep. I, I was very That's surprised correct. to see, well, I guess maybe it's appropriate being the Huskies that they are a road dog. Um, but, I uh, see what you did there, you son of a beep. But us. Uh, <laughs> 63 and a half is your over under Saturday, 730 Eastern time on ABC. Kyle, we'll start with you on this one. Um, no, uh, listen, I, I've been high on Oregon State for most of the year and, and clamored for them to be higher than they've been, um, even despite being a team with a couple losses on their record. I, I think they should be top 25 no matter what. I wish there was a Pac-12 bowl game here, local here in Orlando, or at least somewhere I could travel to. I would love to see them in person. Um, that being said, uh, Oregon State uh, it, defense is good by Pac-12 standards. People are concerned about Michael Penix Jr. in the Washington offense being a little bit, let's say, challenged of late, but still nonetheless winning football games. Um, take the over. That's obviously the smart play. It is the Pac-12. I, I'm going to pick Washington because I feel like I painted myself into a quarter to do so as the number four Washington Huskies um, still have enough inspiration to continue to be disrespected by the committee and EJ's Knowles because you can't spell Knoll without no bitch. Okay, bitch isn't in there. But I, I see it. what you did. Man. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where I stand. I got, um, I got uh, Washington and the over. Are you very good, EJ? Yeah, same here. I got Washington in the over as well too. I'm, I mean, I'm rooting for Oregon State to win because I need Florida State to have that room to get it to get in the playoff. But that being said, hey, if they don't, he gets some money. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, I I like Washington. I think Washington continues this. Uh, this You're nothing but a game. degenerate. No matter um, yeah. how this game ends, the winner is America. I think this is easily the best game of the week and could rank right. as, as a potential top five. Oh yeah, it's not a. It is not a good. It is not a good college football week. Is this seven three? game well 10 30 game or yeah, again pay attention 7 30 eastern time maybe yeah, we'll make sure yeah okay yeah give me washington over uh yeah i think washington should take the disrespect by the by the line setters in this game by making <laughs> them an underdog and beat the living shit out of oregon state um so give me them to uh to to cover um you know to to win outright because it's not even a cover it's a win outright um and i will take the over because absolutely uh, Pac-12 um, 
on a, on a Saturday night. Uh, There's me- no need to fear. Underdog is here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, oh, that's a good soundbite, by the way. Um, Devin. Actually, that one is used pretty regularly on A7B and Sports and OldSchool101.com with Captain and Company. Uh, Devin has uh, Oregon State and the under. A Pac-12 under, Devin. Devin, okay. Uh, I hope it hits because otherwise... It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. If that doesn't hit, I'm going to have to morning start you, Devin. I like you. I just don't want it to go that way for you. It'll happen. All right, let's move to week 11 in the National Football League. Your four bye weeks are the Colts, the Patriots, the Aints, and the Fraud Cons. Um, So playing accordingly... um, Saints, Falcons, Aints, fraud cons. Um, all right, let's let's start Thursday night on Prime Video. Finally, the people who pay a premium cost to see a football game on a Thursday get rewarded. It only took eleven weeks. Uh, the five and four Bengals at the seven and three Baltimore Ravens, a four point home favorite. Uh, Forty six is your over under. Um, this one, of course, Thursday at fifteen Eastern time. EJ, we'll start with you. Wait, you mean you didn't enjoy Carolina Chicago last week? Well, I mean, I podcast on Thursday, so I didn't have to watch that garbage. Yeah, I fell also, asleep. shut your ass. I fell uh, asleep. I watched one minute of that fucking game. Anyway, no, um, this is gonna be a great game. Well, that's just because you're old, EJ. Well, that too. <laughs> um, the only person who goes to bed before you is G Stelio. Damn, and that's saying something. He's old too. Um, <laughs> give me Cincy on the points. Actually, I think Baltimore wins this game, but. It'd be a, it's a field goal game here, and I'll take the four? under. I thought you said four, Jim. It's four, it's four. Yeah. Okay. I'll take. I, I see a you uh, know twenty three twenty. What was over again? Forty six. Yeah, twenty three twenty game here. Baltimore wins at twenty 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 three twenty. Okay. But give me sixty the points here. Oh, what, what EJ just said is don't bet the over under. <laughs> don't. I, I feel better about the over over under over instead of the spread of anything. Yeah. So. it is over. Um, Kyle. <laughs> Um, as much as I enjoy EJ's take there about how close this game could be, I feel like a touchdown actually decides this because, um, I don't, I don't think the kickers will be deciding as much provided, uh, Lamar Demetrius Jackson's receivers catch the football. At the end of the day, they do have that guy, Justin, who's one bad mother. Shut your mouth. Um, that being said, one bad mother, shut your ass. No. <laughs> I see the gears turning for Kyle on that one. I, I'm not sure how Isaac Hayes would feel about that, but um <laughs> true. Um but uh <laughs> let me I'm gonna be brave for once inside with Lamar Demetrius Jackson. Um and please give me the under here. I, I am not comfortable this is a high scoring game. Wait. No, never mind. I changed my mind. EJ's right. You're asking me to put faith in the Ravens' defense. I can't do that. Um, yeah, give me Joey Burr. Um, shit, the over, I guess. So, yeah, that's the wild thing about this game is you have both teams coming off of a loss. Um, you can argue if they're quote-unquote bad losses or not. I think the Ravens won probably worse the way they handed that game away. Um, so both teams really – uh, need a win. No, EJ, put your pants on. It's not a must win. Um, <laughs> but both teams really want to get a bounce back win. I think the game is much bigger for Cincinnati. And for that reason, I think I get Cincinnati with the road upset, if you want to call it that. Um, so I think Cincinnati wins outright 
and I will take the <laughs> slightest of overs. Could you argue, though, the Bengals given the playoff pick? No. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No. This is, this is your fault, Jim. Jim. Jim, though. I blame Jim, myself. They have the hardest schedule in the league moving forward. Jim, can you give yourself an I blame you? Yeah. <laughs> I blame you. If they lose this game, they are pretty much done for the AFC North because they've lost tiebreaker to Baltimore. Okay. That's two losses to Baltimore this year. Okay, they'll be five and five. Yeah, five and five. Yeah. Okay, in the middle of a, a, a really strange AFC wild card race right now, which currently they're not even in the playoffs that started today. No. So, it's a close one for the Bengals as you can get. The only reason why you have a good point here, ish, is because the Texans beat them last week. And that's going to come up. They're losing tiebreakers, too, on top of that. Yeah, tiebreakers. So, yeah. Um... No, I'm not. I'm not ready to sign off on it being a must-win yet. Because, I think they'll get in, but I'm just saying because he, and here's why: because even if you lose this weekend, uh, Pittsburgh or Cleveland, one of them's going to lose this weekend, where they tie, and that would help Cincinnati, right? right. Um, and since he still plays Pittsburgh twice and the Browns once, Browns own them for the record. I don't I, know if you know that. That that's not that's not the point. The point is Cincinnati, to a degree, even with a loss this week to Baltimore, would still hold a bit of their fate in their hands considering a team who is, um, and let's check the math here, uh, a half game ahead of them, or no, one game ahead of them, Pittsburgh, since he plays them twice, and then when they play the Browns, uh, they can they can beat them as well. So since he's still, to a degree, would hold their fate in their hands. Is it an important game? Absolutely. It, this it, game. EJ's defense. Close to has, a must win. Close. Slight. EJ's, under. In EJ's defense, he hasn't used the words must win yet. I know that was my fault. I shouldn't have done but it. But I did. But, but, but I blame myself. This, a, a, a loss here pretty much shuts the door on the AFC North chances for them, though. Right. But, pretty much. Okay. Let, I mean, let's be fair, though, too. I mean, even with a win here, I mean, yeah, you're a game back, but like. Did they? What did they do against the Ravens the first time? They lost. They lost. Okay, so this would be a split of the season series, right? Wait, wait, wait. The Bengals, the Bengals lose? Or if they, no. even if they win, even if they win, it's a split. It's a split. The Ravens with the Ravens, and they'd still be a game behind, right? So, like, the the division is because of the Cincy schedule, which you keep, which you hammered on, um, would be a a bit of a long shot as well. Yeah. So I think the the more realistic path to the postseason for Cincinnati, either way, wild card, and even with a loss, they control their fate a bit with playing Pittsburgh twice and Cleveland once. But as often as I get beat over the head by the fact that the Ravens are an injury away, we're still going to do that? We're still having this conversation? You also have to assume Lamar Demetrius Jackson stays healthy, do you not? Yeah, that's the assumption. Yeah, I mean, you're also going to assume that Joe Burrow doesn't get a re-injury of of the leg as well. If we're going to play that game, and well, here's whose whose record with that is better. Oh, I mean, Burrow hasn't but I mean, yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson's struggled to finish seasons, but Joe Burrow's also missed the first month of like multiple seasons. So, and it, I mean, it, yeah, uh, it, that's the thing. Joe Joey Burr has only struggled to start seasons. He's not struggled so much finishing them. Yeah, I mean. 
We'll see. Um, that's what I said. Not a not a must win. Very important game. Um, it's bigger for the Bengals. That's why I think they win. All right, watch it, man. My jammers. Let's uh, wait. let's let's go to Sunday, one o'clock on CBS. It is the we we're just talking about them six and three Steelers at the six and three Cleveland Browns. The let's show you how good my defense is. Game. Um, Cleveland is a four point home favorite, and to that point, a thirty six and a half over under on this one. Uh, EJ, we'll start with you. Well, first off, bet the under. Yes, right. <laughs> bet the fucking under. Um, you know, I'm gonna take Cleveland to cover here slightly. How can you slightly cover? What the I, hell does that mean? Well, so they'll, they'll they win by five. Or by five or six points. Okay, okay. I'm just asking. I, yeah, I I'm gonna take seventeen ten Browns this week. So they win by seven. Yeah, which is like a field goal over the. I don't know that that's a slight, especially in a low scoring game. But it's one score. It's one. Maybe score I'm game. just arguing semantics. Yeah, give me give me a Browns list. You know, seventeen, ten, whatever the fuck. Yeah, but that's it. Definitely under though. The under is the bet. If you got to bet this game, bet the under. Okay, uh, Kyle. Under for sure. EJ's nailed that like he's Ron Jeremy. Unfortunately, on everything else, he's screwed. I'm gonna pick it for Kenny. I have the Steelers taking mm. care of business. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely the under. Um. <sighs> It's tough, I, it? Like I wouldn't be sh- the funny thing is, man, the way with both these offenses are playing and these defenses are playing, I wouldn't be shocked to see like a nine seven game. Can can I make put an asterisk on in on if Trubisky enters the game, it's an automatic Browns win? Sure. Uh Trubisky or whatever the hell his name is. Um <laughs> yeah, so I'll go I'll go Steelers. You know what? That's going to be my prediction. I'll take Steelers to cover the points, but the Browns win nine to seven, <laughs> and we're and we're all worse off for it. Defense sitting, Mama Jim. Yeah, I'm predicting a game to finish with 16 points. Go fuck your fence sitting. Um, joke. Way way under. <laughs> um, That's the joke. Devin has uh, Steelers and uh, and the under as well. Um, Here's a game that if you want to talk about must wins, um, maybe oh, on, on on both ways, if you want to keep playoff hopes alive. Without question. Uh, Sunday, 425 uh, on CBS, the 4-5 and five Jets at the 5-5 five and five Bills. Uh, the Bills are a seven-point home favorite. 40 is your over-under in this one, Kyle. I don't know who's in more dis- disarray right now, but I feel like it's the Jets. Um, I'm going to say this. In EJ's defense, sorry, Jim. Like, I, I don't know who that wrestler is that says, I'm sorry, and then kicks the dude in the face, but that's me right now. Well, Shawn Michaels. That's the Shawn Michaels Ric Flair clip. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Okay. I love you. I, I Listen, both of you, I'm sorry. I love you. Or, actually, Jim, I'm sorry. I love you. This is a must win for the Bills. Um, the Bill, because. You know what? I, I'll actually, I would sign off on that. I would sign you off on that. On me kicking you in the face? What the shit, well, Jim? Well, you know. Um, I can kick that high. My flexibility is still that good, even at 45 I'm, or 44. Anyways. I'll, I'll call your bluff on that in April when I'm in Florida. <laughs> oh, boy. It's 420. You might be able to numb the pain somehow. <laughs> Anyways. Um, listen. Yeah. I, I, I. But I will take the bills to handle business. Um, give me the under. But uh, I, I will take the bills to handle business, and I will. If if that happens too, I will be officially on the 
F Buffalo train that EJ is mm-hmm. on. All right, EJ. Yeah, this game has like a lose lose town match. Like losers game is just done for Yeah, me. I would it's, agree. It's, 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 goodbye, goodbye. Um I'll take the Jets in the points. Bills win though, Jets in the points. Um and under as well. Yeah, look, I think if you're if you're going anywhere near this game, I think it's the under. Um Josh Allen is the biggest turnover infracting quarterback infracting. It might be a word. Fuck it. <laughs> it is now, bitches. It is now, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> in, in this league, um, as much as it probably pains Stephen A. Smith, um, and yeah, I mean, every time, every time you start to think maybe that Zach Wilson guy is starting to figure it out. Oh, there's the pick. Um, I I have to pick the Jets, right? Like. I, I, I picked them to make the playoffs. I've had to commit to it. I'm still going to commit to it. It's going to further prove myself true about the Bills. So give me the Jets to win this game, but definitely take the under. Uh, Devin says, <laughs> don't give a rat's ass. I'll, I'll just be happy uh, the, the game ends in a tie. There you go. See, that's the problem with having so many teams that wear green in your repertoire there, Jim. You've done found enough paint to where now you're in a corner and you have the Jets, too. Hey, man, I picked them to make the playoffs. Little did I know that Ayahuasca Rodgers was going to snap his Achilles four minutes into the first game. And, I and, didn't think it would be that early, but some of us said he would be an injury. Oh, let's – I, I mean – I tell you, but you wouldn't listen. And it, but here's the thing, and because I was talking, I was talking to my brother about it over the weekend that a Aaron Rodgers just getting dinged up, you know, and missing time in weeks, you know, four, nine, thirteen, fifteen, and eighteen, um, was gonna would be a lot less detrimental to the Jets than being out four minutes into week one. Um, like Force the one. Left. Like the one thing Zach Wilson gives them that Aaron Rodgers wouldn't is the ability to move around out of the pocket. Um, because he has speed, but then he also does poor things with the football. Speed compared to Aaron Rodgers. I know it just feels weird. In okay, a league where we have Lamar Demetrius Jackson and Jalen Hurts. Okay, we'll stop Jack comparing Wilson. them to uncomparables. Okay, I, it's just weird. I'm That's talking about the alternative to what that team would have had with I mean, that terrible Lamar offensive line. Smoke him like he was on 420. See what I did? I'm None just saying that's my point. Is is compared to what the alternative would have been? Zach Wilson at least can get you outside of the pocket. Anyway, Jets <laughs> under. Let's move on to Monday night and the Kelsey Bowl, the Taylor Swift Fest, whatever the fuck we're calling it this time around. But it's a rematch of last year's Super Bowl. The media coverage will be insufferable. Most people will bitch about it, but it is Monday. It is eight, uh, eight and one Philly off of the bye at seven and two KC also off the bye. Uh, the Chiefs are a three point home favorite. Forty five and a half uh, is your over under on this one. Of course, Monday eight fifteen Eastern time. ABC, ESPN, maybe a Manning cast. I don't know if there's one of those next week. Um, but uh, EJ, we'll start with you. All right, uh, give me the Eagles. We're not right. Come off a buy, um, both teams off the buy really, but uh, still Eagles. I like Eagles here, um, and that's the over. All right, Kyle. Now plus three to the home team. Talk about fence sitting, Vegas. I said it. Um, let me. I'm not going to go with the over. I'm going to take. Well, ah, all of these are all of these are good lines. I, this is a tough pick. Um, 
slight over. Um, and 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 uh, let me go. Let me go. I'm going to concede to my offensive lineman bias inside with, tra- uh, excuse me, Jason Kelsey. I, I have the Eagles. Um, like, do, I want to take, like, the Cowboys homer pick, right, and just not take the Eagles. Um, but based on what I've seen so far, the Eagles have been per- performing as the better team. Now, um, historically, Andy Reid – coach teams coming out of a bye week are awesome almost perfect um without looking up I don't, I, I don't know what Sirianni's short track record is coming off of bye weeks so actually you know what give me big red give me big red I talked myself into it um I'll You're take taking the Kool-Aid man I'll take the Chiefs do I have that I might have that hold on uh ah hell oh yeah oh yeah um, Every time you pick Andy Reid, that's the clip. There it you is. Use. Anytime I pick the Chiefs, that's what I got to do. Go Big Red. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I will take uh, the Chiefs plus, and I will take the over as well. I think we're definitely going to see offenses there. Devin has the Eagles and the over. Whew, gentlemen, we've been on a journey, but now we get to uh, you know what time it is. Kyle, you know the deal. You know the deal, Kyle. Okay. You gotta look. You only gotta you look. Handy, Jake Christian. Start on the right-hand side of the screen with the bottom five. EJ, what's your bottom five this week? All right, bottom five, uh, 28 Cardinals, 29 Bears, 30 Patriots, 31 Panthers, 30, 32 Michigan. I don't care anymore. Okay, okay look, I know I know you hate the Giants, but I, I will chastise you. Why are the Falcons not here? The way I always chastise people when they talk about college teams being better than any, and then NFL teams. Stop yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. Why, Why are the Falcons not here, EJ Christian? Who, who, who do you take out? The Cardinals, the team that literally just effing beat them. Fair point. Okay, that's fair. Get another week. Get another week. No. Another loss again. See, you're, you're another bad start by you. They are bad, though. I will say that. I just <laughs> I just changed mine. That's a great point. I didn't even think of that. I just changed mine to put Falcons at 28 and get the Cardinals. What can I there. say except <laughs> you're welcome? What can I say? I'll stick to my five for now, but, but next um, week, the only thing besides uh, Fraudcon's Cardinals, the only thing I have different on mine is I have the Patriots at thirty-one. Um, okay. That that team oh, is a fucking mess, man. Uh, you got all the rumors about Belichick. You got fucking Billy Bailey Bippy Zappy Bailey, talking Bailey, in the whatever his name is in, in, in the post game saying like, "I'm not gonna, I can't say what I want to say," like. Dude, whatever the Patriot way once was, <laughs> it ain't the fucking oh, no. way anymore, my friend. Uh, that, that team is a mess. An absolute mess. They're lucky the Giants are as bad as they are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for that, right? Um, that picks. Um, yeah, boy. And and New England fans, deal with it. Okay? Okay, just deal with it. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the welcome to the world. Where it's not all sunshine and rainbows in the NFL anymore, you've you've had your time. 
It's just just deal with it, okay? It's like a Cowboys fan. Didn't you? Hey, you should know how it feels, EJ. Cowboys train sounds like it takes one to know one, right, EJ? <laughs> EJ, who's your top 10 this week? All right, number 10. Here we go to the Seahawks. Number nine, the Dolphins. Number eight, the Jaguars. Seven, Cowboys. Six, Bengals. Five, Lions. Four, Ravens. Three, Niners. Two, Chiefs. One, Eagles. I'm sorry. You'll have to forgive my maniacal laughter because now he's finally gone back to a top 10 that has a semblance of exactly what I've been telling him for weeks. <laughs> Give me the damn morning star, Jim. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Which no, one no, I okay. want his own son dunking on him again. Oh, okay. Jim Neese. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. <laughs> Where did, I, where did I get it right this time this week? A lot of places you got it right. You put the Jags back down where they should be. I might argue the Cow- Cowboys are a, a touch high, but I don't know where else I'd put them. Um, the Bengals and Lions, to me, are interchangeable. The Ravens beneath the the Niners is interesting, but I'm not mad about it. I still have questions about Eagles over Chiefs, but how mad can I get? We're going to solve for it on Monday. Um, yeah, this is this is definitely... This part of it, uh, you're, you listen, the best grade you can get for this is a B because that's a big miss not having the fraud cons here. Um, over, but, over the overall, okay. But, yeah, this the, the top 10, if we were grading just your top 10, this is easily your highest grade um, in the past three weeks, and it's not close. All right, so over. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really your highest grade in the past three weeks. Your past two were pretty damn weak um, comparatively. Um, is the reason that the Lions are below the Ravens because the Ravens beat them a couple weeks ago? Like, is that, is that why? That's definitely a good reason why, yeah. See, to me, uh, to me, and again, maybe I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Marge a bit with the, uh, with the, uh, Lions, with my Lions, (laughs) but like, I, I almost look at that week as an anomaly, um, I, 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 if, if the if the Ravens played the Lions again this week, I would take the Lions. The reason why I'm going to side with him on the Lions is a team as hapless as we described the Chargers to be. They gave them 38 points and snuck by with a field goal. Um, whereas the Ravens, in a game they should have won, still managed to put up 30-something points on a really good defense. Now, you can come back and see, but Kyle, they allowed them to score 30 points. Well, no, they really didn't. The defense put up the first points on the day for the Ravens. Um, so I'll put it this way. Struggling against the Browns, in my mind, is a lesser crime than struggling the way the Lions did against the Chargers. That's why I agree with EJ here. Okay. That's fine. Um yeah, I, I I think I think you're close. Again, I think the teams in the tiers are in the right place. If you want to, again, if you want to argue Chiefs over Eagles, if you want to argue Lions over Bengals, um, if you want to argue Dolphins over Sea or Seahawks over Dolphins, I wouldn't hate it either. I, I I let me go here, EJ. Uh, after your declarations of teams being tier one in the Bengals and the Ravens. And some of us prudently taking a step back before we do that. What do you have to say for yourself now, there, knee jerk? On the Bengals, I mean, and the Ravens. Ravens. Oh, right. No, no, okay. So the 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 four teams on top four are still tier one. No, 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 no. no. Hold on, hold on. 
you're okay. dodging the question. Let okay, me rephrase it. Okay. You, you had a whole prelude, a whole monologue, if you will, a monologue with which you did eventually let me participate, um, and rightly so, because it's called the student of the game report. Yeah. <laughs> but I was told definitively that the Bengals and Ravens were now tier one. Yeah. What's up? Ravens still in there. Bengals, ugh, that, that that's a tough loss on, on Sunday. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna reluctantly still say they're there, but mm. this week can say a lot. If if they lose to the Ravens, week they're out. One can't knock the other out of tier one entirely, can they? Mm, I think more the Ravens can knock the Bengals out than the other way around. So if they blow the Bengals out, Bengals out, you're saying the Bengals are out of tier one. Absolutely. If you were smart, you would actually use the normal delay tact that you use. They play each other and buy yourself another week. But that's, that's, what I'm that that's, that's, not, that's what I said, though. They play well, no, this week. No, no, no. You just said the Ravens would blow the Bengals out with the blowout. That's exactly what you just said. Well, I think if the Bengals, I would agree with that, though. If the Bengals lose this, I don't think the Bengals should be in tier one, for the record. But, I don't yeah. either. Yet. But if, if you want to keep them there this week, Incorrectly, um, Luckily, a, a loss to the Ravens would absolutely knock them out. Okay. Yeah, absolutely knock them out. Now they're only, they're only there because of scary, of course. They're only there because of trust. I've, oh, they, boy, they, they, money, money, money. But this this is the week where if they don't hold if they, on, if they who do you trust? Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. If, who if, do you trust? I, I, I don't even need a blowout. If they just lose this game outright to Baltimore on, yeah, on any Thursday loss, football, they're, any they're loss, they should be ridiculous. out. With the with the division physics of the AFC North, no, no, you can't do that. Can't but hold do on, that. Kyle. You said hold on. But Kyle, you just said the the Bengals shouldn't aren't in tier one now. So why would a close why would a close loss? Okay, so let's set the table. I don't believe they are, are there now, right? My statement goes if I had them both there. My belief is that one can't knock the other completely out without a blowout or something like that happening. Okay, so the premise was if this game is close and I believed them to be tier one, I don't yet. Could still happen. Could still happen. Could still be possible, okay? I don't do what Trump is good as you. I'm sorry, EJ, okay? But, <laughs> um, listen, I don't believe with the physics of this division that a close loss of one over the other says anything to definitive to move anybody out of a Tier 1 status. Okay. Okay? Now, I don't, I don't know how the hell you put a team that's number 6 in Tier 1, but that's a whole other question. Um, you right, because so, why, would, why wouldn't the Lions be Tier 1 then? That's uh, I I mean listen Jim if you start making sense that completely changes Why the why name. would a team that is 7 and 2 second in the conference and above the Bengals in your rankings The rankings are more of a, more of a freeze a freeze frame of, of this week to some degree tier 1's more of a, it's a more Oh it's cuz I trust them got it That's all that makes sense. It doesn't so, make sense. So, anyways, to conclude my point, yeah, if I were putting, if these, like, let's just say, for example, the Eagles and Niners were playing each other this week and the game ended close, the other would not be capable of knocking the other out with a close loss out of Tier 1. That's fair, but I also think that the Bengals are, it, it, even if I believe incorrectly, that they are in a Tier 1 spot, they are much, they are teetering on the edge. The Niners and, and the Niners and Eagles are not teetering near the edge. 
in EJ's defense, he did say the Bengals were teetering. Right. You know, luckily, right. Yeah. So that's why I would agree with him, too, that even a close loss would be the thing that pushes them off of the edge. Well, yeah. and this is just. Uh, Gravity's our- a bitch. My fat ass knows it. Yeah, in individual, by the way, hilarious. Um, I think I still outweigh you. That's adorable. But at, at, at day's end, um, um, I, I think you and I are just in different philosophies, sure. which is fine. This is your show. You could be as wrong as you want. <laughs> the ego. Wow. The ego, I swear. Show fuck uh, yourself. That is a disgusting act. Well, and, and to your point, also to Jim, we, we kind of stated that this is as close to the most wow. as, as, as you can get. Yes. Yeah, close without to same close. Win, of course, but without without being the Bills and same with, must win. without without right, exactly. So, like, if you want to throw a must win incorrectly into the tier one incorrectly Bengals, that's your choice. <laughs> I won't do it because neither are true. Um, top three, no problem with that. Niners top three again. Um, no, like. They they should have been in top four for a while, but I, I I know why you had them again. I I, I would put I, like I said I would put the I would put the Lions at four, and then you start to bring that question of like, well, they beat the Chiefs, so should they actually be three? Because the Chiefs haven't been impressive to me. Well, was still, it's just, yeah, well, I get it. Trust, trust. Who do you trust? Hubba hubba hubba. Money, money. Yeah, and then the champs also too. Marge, here's the again, issue. Again, th- that you doesn't matter for this year. You haven't accounted for the augmentation. That included Chase Young either. I, I think that that was on display against the Jets. Oh, and by the way, we also saw Trent Williams on the field again on Sunday. Trent so. Williams, with an allegedly bad ankle, was out in front of a screen pass. I didn't know what to do with myself in that in that press box. It was crazy. Yeah. So yeah, Trent Williams back in the game, and Chase and Chase Young on the defensive line. That's enough to put them at three. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a problem with them at three at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not uh not your worst work, that's for sure, EJ. Uh we've definitely no, top ten. We have, your bottom five we, is we have yeah. definitely seen much worse out of you this year, and I'm sure we'll still get there again. Um Damn. before we before we uh, leave for this week, uh let's get to the things that will happen. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up, lock it up, lock it up. EJ, what's one thing that's going to happen this weekend? And please don't be lazy. I have no choice. You do have a choice. You literally have a choice. You were lazy with your bad. You were lazy with your ugly. So you know what? Let's go par for the course. Let's be lazy on our locks. Fuck it. The Carolina Giants are going to lose again. You get upset the week. Carolina beats Dallas this week. Ooh, Lock it up. Oh, dang. Lock it up. I triggered him a little bit, Kyle. Did you see that? Good God. Well, I need him to. Well, I need him to because the Giants. I need. I need that draft pick. Well, aren't the Giants currently sitting at two? Yeah, Carolina's at one. Is Carolina really at one? Yeah, yeah. At one, at one win only. So I need a. I need a swap happen. God, EJ fell off the fence and fell into some overgrowth that he's choking on now. Jeez, brutal. Uh, Kyle, what's one thing that will happen this weekend? Um. Setting the number at four and a half, Jim will go over next week with the word incorrectly here on the Huddle Up podcast. Um, no, Lock it up. Uh, <laughs> um, why the hell not? In honor of Mikey Burr, who cannot be in the comments tonight, I will pick the Bengals to lock uh, and beat the Ravens, which I think is a brave pick. Lock it up. It is a brave pick, but I, I like the spirit of the thing. Um, 
even though you know I've I've been a little harsh on him this year, but uh, definitely uh, are trending in the right direction. The uh, Devin earmuff it for me. Uh, the Raiders will improve to three and zero since making their coaching change when they beat the Miami Dolphins this week. Oh my God! Who the hell? Well, Devin might. Devin might. And EJ, the Dolphins fan, cares. Lock it up. <laughs> he's, a good, he's a good lock also too. All all uh, top six teams in the playoff will all win next week. That's that's again that's lazy. Well, wait, are we talking? Wait, are you talking college playoff? Yes, he is. Oh, that's fucking lazy. That's fucking lazy. That's lazier than the Giants. I'll let him have it on the strength of one game. Washington. That's Oregon. Wash. Oregon State. Washington. Yeah. All right. All right. Lock it up. All right. I'll give that you to. I give that to you. I wanted. I wanted. I wanted to. I wanted to fire the lock on North Alabama beating Florida State just to get a rise. Just do it. Do it. No, no, no. I'll stick with the Raiders moving to three and zero. I mean that that's similar. I mean that's painful enough considering their head coach is a former New York Giant. You know, from a distant past when they actually had like a, a winning culture. There. I just realized too that Florida State against North Alabama, no spread. It's because it's a FCS school. They don't do okay. spread. They don't do spreads on FCS. Oh, right, 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 right. They stopped trying to calculate plus forty-seven or sixty-eight or whatever. Um. All right, let's uh, let's plug away, gentlemen. Wrap it up. Uh, there you go. There, there. I got Devin upset too. So EJ, you're not the only one that gets mad. He says, "Screw you, Jim. I hope the Dolphins destroy the Raiders." Destroyed? They already did. Yeah, they already did. They said past. I mean, to yeah, be fair, Dolphins. they probably already did. It's the Raiders, but yeah. you know. Down here too. You know, I'm trying that new thing where I'm not a fence setter. Uh, EJ, plug away. And you're doing well with that too. Yeah, I'm doing you're better than you are. And rightly so. Stop. I'm still. I'm, I'm still making. Stop it. Anyway, first week podcast. Bro, we all told you. Catches. We 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 tried to get you to pick gun to the head last week, and you fucking waffled. Okay. You got me. You got me there. You got me there. Anyway, plug away. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter slash X. EJ Fifty Seven. You um, you're apparently on X. That's why your picks are so bad. Look at X Day. Um, Earnshaw Podcast across all podcast catchers. We uh, Kyle and I did a uh, student the game today. Did, yeah, you don't even good know good the name always. of your own show. Um, we got Matt on the show tomorrow, tomorrow night. Oh, uh, as well. well, look at that. It's be fun. Um, yeah, and then next, nice. And then, uh, well, the Jim's coming next week. We're gonna talk about politics. Right? That's Jim right, and, uh, Rob. Next next Wednesday. Can't God, I got I got so much fucking podcasting to do next week. Are you serious? Well, on Monday we're pre-recording three count. PCT. Um, Tuesday we have this show. Wednesday I'm on Bing. with you. Bing. That's that's yeah. that's a heavy start to a you, holiday. You got week. a great social life, my friend. God, holy <laughs> hell! What am I doing with my life? Yep, yep. So yeah, about all that, of course, and uh, of course, guys, my YouTube page, YouTube.com forward slash at Ernest Christian. That, that page is growing out. So, yeah. Yeah, you're getting hate about people in your FSU takes. Apparently. And <laughs> my FSU takes, apparently, too. Say it. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Plug away. Listen, gentlemen, on enjoying privilege to jump aboard, even for all the trash I talk on EJ Christian and Jim Neese, and even Matt Muleheiser while he goes cigar shopping. Uh, I love all of you, and I won't kick you in the face. 
like Shawn Michaels did to Rick. I just want to see you get your leg that high. I don't actually want to get kicked. I'll, in the I, face. I will simulate kick you in the face. You will be surprised at the flexibility that I hold, despite being allegedly seven five. <laughs> of course, I am Kyle Nash, the student of the game. You can find me on Twitter at the SOTG. Find me on Instagram as the same the SOTG as well as Threads. The SOTG. Find me on Facebook as the student of the game. Check out my writings uh, on the Jaguar Report. A fan nation on SI. Uh, I write why the Jacksonville Jaguars Duval devout. Don't need to hit the panic button just yet. After this past week's uh, situation, I don't want to call it a performance. It was a situation against the 49ers. And uh, thank you, EJ Christian, for informing the public of Trent Williams' importance, just like I tried to do last month. Anyway, uh, of course, <laughs> with all that in mind, I will also be. Uh, um, doing, I'll be at Everbank Stadium for the Titans uh, against the Jags there too, so watch for that as well. I will also be covering UCF heading over to Texas Tech there in Lubbock, Texas as they go on the road. Only one of the next two games must they win to achieve bowl eligibility status in their first year as a Power 5 team after smashing Oklahoma State um, in ways that EJ's alluded to, but I don't want to insult anybody. Anyways, um, so check that out with the Black and Gold Banneret. Also going to be at Men's Basketball on Thursday for UCF via the Black and Gold Banneret. Check that out. Um, I will be covering the Magic on November 22nd, so that's a while off. We won't worry about my work with A7B in sports immediately, but that will be coming there too as well. Uh, also, uh, Student the Game podcast, 8.40 p.m. Eastern. Check that out coming up. And, of course, the Duval Dive at 11.15 a.m. Eastern. By the way, you can do all the above on all the podcasts and stuff like that uh, should you miss a live stream um, Student the Game podcast. This way you'll find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. An honor, joy, and privilege, gentlemen. But until next time, class dismissed. Always good to see you, gentlemen. Uh, we did miss Matt this week. We'll miss him again next week, uh, but we will be here. We will be here. Um, Don't and, say that. He won't share cigars. <laughs> we will be okay. back uh, for, uh, for for another week next week as we get ready for my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. Um, Mine, too. Yeah, dude, love to eat, man, clearly. Yes. Um, but uh, <laughs> you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. <laughs> but most importantly, make sure you are following along with the show we are at huddle up podcast facebook twitter tiktok you can get us on youtube as well um at huddle up podcast on youtube you can you can uh, follow our twitch channel as well where we do air each uh each one of our live shows um and i have some friends in the gaming community so i may try and uh look into doing some like madden or nhl stuff on there so stay tuned we might See if we can make something happen on the, over there on that channel so you'll want to be subscribed you also want to make sure you're subscribed to the show uh, on any and all podcast platforms, rate and review where you can. You can get our merchandise over at tpublic.com. Uh, until next week, enjoy the games and uh, stay safe, stay smart, and as always, go for the win. <laughs>